0: yeah no. all right so welcome people to the fourth season of timeless gamers where the games and gamers grow older while the gaming experiences remain timeless timeless
1: so- oh, I mean,
0: thank you sir dan for that no i would i really would like sir dan to do the um uh to do the mantra as i say. so uh these guys are uh so this uh show guys this is your weekend podcast show that discuss everything about video games of course brought to you by the beautiful people from pinoy retro gaming if you are new to the program and just discovering us for the first time you can go and watch our previous live shows by going to the facebook page of pinoy retro gaming or by going to our youtube page timeless gamer prg we are also broadcasting live right now in our twitch channel under pinoy retro gaming and if you just want to listen to us talk just sit down and mellow that is okay we got you covered because of the audio version of our episodes are also available in spotify itunes apple podcast and google podcast by searching timeless gamer so previously on our third season so we left the so we left the show um discussing about sega genesis versus super nintendo and our fondest memories about uh, their each of their own gaming library so for for this season pre- uh, for the fourth season premiere of Timeless gamer uh, we've uh, we've uh, we've discussed and we decided to do more of a cent uh, more of a sega genesis centric episode as suggested by sir dan so sir dan is coming back uh, and has come back to do this a particular episode and thank you to, uh thanks to sir dan he also brought a friend Rep- representing sega genesis face page. we got sir dan and sir fred yeah. give it a hi sir uh, sir dan sir and uh, sir fred then uh, say hi to the
1: audience down there hello everybody fred can you hear us yep just a little bit of a delay yeah fred must have lost me. his connection
2: don't worry i'm absolutely sure he's gonna be right back
0: okay <laughs> and of course uh we're presenting the Timeless Gamer crew, uh, Sir Joel Banyagang Native Hello everybody, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whoever you are, wherever you are This is the Pinoy Gamer Abroad, the
2: Banyagang Native Here on Timeless Gamer, enjoying everybody's presence and everybody in the chats as well
0: Alright, thank you for that Sir Joel and of course Seabird East Retro Gamer
3: Hello, hello hey guys, uh, this is Seabird East Retro And uh, happy to be here, thank you Alright Oh Sir Fred,
0: now you're back. <laughs> good, good. All Can you right. you just um, wave uh, nice. to, uh, to the audience, Sir Fred? Yep. Um, Fred seems to to some awesome awesome. Difficulties. There you go. I think Sir Fred is about having some difficulties with his uh, with his stuff. This is not like this earlier, guys. <laughs> he was a little he was very he was very chatty earlier. Uh, for some reason he's uh he's kind of just acting up. Well, um Sir Fred, uh, are you okay now? Oh, well, uh, I think Sir Fred is still, um, Sir Fred still fixing a few things, still having some
3: technical difficulties here, uh, Sir Fred. All right. I understand mm-hmm. Sir Fred is in the UK right now. Is he? No, uh, I think he's Baltimore, I believe. Oh, Baltimore.
4: Baltimore.
2: Okay, there you go. About Baltimore. four hours away. Uh, four or five hours away. Easy enough of, of a drive. I can just. Drive over to Fred's place and then hang around with him. Check out his awesome collection right there. Yeah, you know, we'll have we'll wait for him to steady up his 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 stream. And we have a little bit of a message here from Sir Paul. He seems to be uh, running a little bit late. We hope everybody. We beg everybody's forgiveness, but we uh, we definitely look forward to Sir Paul's coming in. He says in about thirty minutes. Uh, traffic in the Philippines is brutal you know as everybody well knows <laughs> but yes uh, we very much hope that Sir Pao will be able to make it uh, and you know we look forward to his opinions in uh, with with the dance challenge that he issued but anyway we'll pass it back to Joe we'll continue
0: so with Sir Pao, so Sir Pao has been on this show for the, for the last two shows and on the previous episode uh, in in deciding to do this particular episode here that we're doing a Sega Genesis Mega Drive centric show. Sir Dan here um, issued what a challenge or not, not even a challenge, but um, he suggested uh, to Sir Paul to play some, uh, some a few notable Sega Genesis Mega Drive games that he should play for the first time. He uh, Sir Paul is the person. Um, from the outside looking in in this particular uh, in this particular episode so it would be a very nice uh, very interesting take for someone who, um, who hasn't written uh, who is not really in tune with the sega genesis mega drive games and i as well actually i i took the challenge as well i took yeah, the challenge as, well as, as much as better as i could you know? and we wanted to now we got two people yeah yeah now continue. we've got two people whose
2: right. sense opinions are going to be unique in terms of coming into the sega genesis
0: mega drive old all right joe continue and, and mind and mind you guys uh mind you guys i tried my best to at least fi- uh, not really finish but uh to at least get to uh just to get past the first level the first stage as much <laughs> as i could
5: yeah.
0: um, There's uh, there's this lingering there's this dormant feeling in my heart that why I uh, why I love and and hated Sega
5: just forget (laughs) right all
0: right and anyway uh, Sir Fred uh, are you are you okay are you okay now Sir Fred can you hear us now Yes I can hear you Uh,
2: you I
6: lost the connection That's That's perfectly fine Uh,
2: Let's have Fred introduce himself a little bit Okay
0: Sir Fred go uh, please tell us uh, please. Uh, please introduce yourself to the gaming community that we have here um since, uh, when have you started gaming and collecting because i think sergio mentioned that you have a uh, sardan and sergio mentioned that you have a nice collection over there especially i can see it in the back so uh sardan your friend, uh, uh we we'll give it to you
6: thank you thank you uh yeah i started collecting and gaming long time ago back when i was a little kid about 1979 maybe I started with the Atari 2600, and I liked that very much, then I progressed on to the Nintendo Entertainment System, and I liked that even more. But it wasn't until I got the Sega Genesis that I finally experienced, I finally had the true arcade experience at home as a did, at least in my opinion. And so ever since then, the Sega Genesis has been my favorite console of all time. I'm, my
1: face.
6: I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: Man of fine taste, mm, a man, man
0: of fine, man taste. Of fine taste, man <laughs> of fine taste in the video. All right, so thank you for that, sir. Um, sir Fred. So we will hear more about Sir Fred and his take on the Sega Mega Drive Genesis games. But how about the chat? How are you all doing down there? Uh, sir Emerson Bulawan, Lera Senires, Ayan Vitankol, please play Roxy, Arsene Mendoza, Juan de Marcos. Sir Paulo is on his way. Sir Jansen, Dan Dice, and who else Mr. did I have? Mr. Matt Bustle also in the chat. Hello, Matt. Matt nice sir. Right hello.
5: There. hello. All, right. hello. All,
0: right. All right. So let's get on it because people are, uh, because uh, the panel here have things to do and places to go. All right. So let's start with. So uh, we will use Sir Dan's uh, suggestions of games. So we decided to do, uh, we, so we decided to go with Sir Dan's suggested. Sega Genesis Mega Drive battles. Uh, so he just he suggested two games um, that he uh, that he thinks that uh, are notable or at least memorable at least to him. And um, each per each per genre actually, but I'm not sure we have the uh, I'm not sure we have the, uh, the uh, enough time to tackle everything. So we will just tackle one game per each genre. So Wixor Dan's um,
1: I ask for a suggestion here you've got to go to, to start yeah. with mate you've got to go with yeah. the rage 2 for the beat em up genre it's the most popular uh, in the group that, uh, that i manage it's the most popular game really uh, yeah. and I'd, I'd say that if anything represented the uh, the sega genesis you know as an overall game it's that because it is a a, a arcade up, pretty much finely tuned i actually myself i prefer the sequel. Streets of Rage 3, but Streets of Rage 2 is the most popular and the most polished. So I, uh, yeah. Yeah. So starting
0: off Streets
2: yeah, of Rage, Rage 2. 2. All right, Sir so Domo. What can tell about Streets of Rage 2? Me, my I have Streets of Rage 2 is amazing. Uh, Streets of Rage 2 is is awesome. It definitely was a step up from Streets of Rage 1. I only have one beef with Streets of Rage 2. It's the fact that more often than not, you make a mistake in pressing the the initial button, and you have you have the guy. You have the car coming right in and shooting the bazooka right into your into the into the field of the enemies right off the bat it, it it's it's not really a it's not really a beat per se it's like you know my, a silly mean kind of moment like that was my most powerful attack why did the heck did i why the heck did i use to use it on these you know these scrubs right here the very first <laughs> guys but and and in, in general streets of rage 2 was an awesome awesome beat-em-up and like Dan says, uh, his uh, the the beat 'em up genre really showcased how amazing the Sega Genesis Mega Drive was in terms of performance. Because when you got used to arcade performance, when you went to the arcades and everything, you saw how vibrant and how quick everything moved, and how not disappointing, it's a little bit um, it's a, it was a little bit different when it came to the Sega to the Nintendo Japanese Famicom nes experience but when you jump hop onto the sega genesis part it felt almost one-to-one with the arcade experience that's my opinion of it and uh, as an aside um uh compliments to dan for his list uh for those of you who are who are um who might be coming in dan provided a list of of 24 games of uh one two games per genre a really comprehensive list if you ask me and a very good list of if you're gonna get get a taste of what the Sega Genesis Mega Drive era is all about. His list is top notch. If you guys want to get into his list, uh, we'll post it in the chats and you guys, if you guys want, you can check it out. So that is my opinion of Streets of Rage and the beat 'em up. Back to you, John. All
0: right. Uh, thank you for that, sir. Joel. Before we lose Sir Fred again. Sir Fred, <laughs> what <laughs> you, <laughs> are you about Streets of Rage 2?
6: I'm sorry, my browser keeps crashing. I lose the audio and then I can't hear what you guys are talking about. <laughs> so, um... so we're
0: just talking about Streets of Rage 2, Sir uh, Sir Fred. Uh, starting out with beat em ups. So what can you tell us about Streets of Rage 2? I don't suppose you, you got one at the back? <laughs> Streets of Rage 2. <laughs> I have two. all of
6: the rage games in some form or another. Uh, Streets of Rage 2 is probably the best one out of the three. Uh, the first one you know it's a classic and there's nothing wrong with that one but streets of rage 2 they improved on everything yeah yeah the Rage three nothing wrong with that one either but i feel like it was maybe a little too much uh more gimmicky than the other ones but that's true that, the, but the second one the second one was the perfect
3: all right thank uh, you for uh, that sir
6: great how about sir sievert what, what can you tell us about sor2
3: um i actually agree with all of them so i have nothing to say but I agree with with sir fred and sir Dan. <laughs> but uh sega was sega actually that uh, uh streets of rage 2 is more polished i agree with that mm-hmm. and uh, i had fun playing streets of free 3 as well because having the new characters like sammy and doctor but um yeah streets of rage 2 is actually one of the best beat em-ups It's actually regarded as one of the best video games released by SEGA.
1: I, I, that's, I think that's the key thing I, I actually think, for me, both with when we, whenever we talk about retro gaming, Super Nintendo, Nintendo, uh, Sega Genesis, it's what games do you put on today that if they were released today, you'd still be Wow, I mean I'm loving this. Even you know you yeah. might not be blown away by the, the graphics and that um and, and, but you, you you still this is this is an incredible experience. Um, and I think Streets of Rage 2 you've just said it there say that um I still I think the Streets of Rage series is the best series of beat em ups still to this very day. Uh, and I've places like Castle Crashers, Fight uh, and Rage, m- and modern beat em ups. Uh, and they're good but but you've just said it there mate. I think I think the Streets of Rage ones still take still take it. I've yet, I've
3: yet to play the Streets of Rage Four. It was actually yes, I was, I was yeah. going to mention that. To you.
2: It's <laughs> a testament to how popular Streets of Rage got during the Sega Genesis era that they actually had Streets of Rage Four most recently mm-hmm. come out on uh, the Switch and the PlayStation and the yeah. m- most recent, uh, uh, most recently past generation of consoles. And they they kept the gameplay. It's just yeah. you know that good.
1: Yeah, and, and it it's, it's sold, I think it sold uh, nearly 3 million copies now. Oh, there you go. You, oh, yeah. So you look at that and you think to yeah. yourself, all the, and all they've done is basically reskin Streets of Rage 2, put in a, uh, an extra combo system, um, and that's it, right? They've, they've changed a few of the, of the setups with with what and whatnot, and so uh, so yeah. I think uh, that uh, Fred has a little bit of input on this one. Oh, oh, oh. he lost
2: it.
0: Hey, we lost the signal. Anyway, I sir Fred got disconnected again, okay. Yeah, so, that's all right, bye-bye. that's all right. We got uh, Sir uh, Sir Dan Dice mentioning here uh, his favorite Mega Drive Genesis games, Sonic the Hedgehog, Virtual Fighter Fire 2, Altered Beast, and Columns. All oh, fantastic. And Jensen, Very good choice. Little Enforcer 2, Gunfighters hmm. with Justifier. Oh, the Justifier. <laughs> Bare Knuckle 2, which is Trace of Rage 2. Uh, Bare pretty Knuckle pretty, 3, yes. for you guys, yeah, that's from Japan and Kid Chameleon, Incredible Hulk, Virtua Racing, Target
1: Earth, and
0: many more.
1: Target, I'm not familiar with that that. one. Target Earth, it's it's a prequel, I believe, to uh, if, you, if you have played Cybernate or Assault Sleep sort of Vulcan, oh, that one, Super good. Nintendo, yeah, you, you're you're a mech on it. It's a very odd game, very odd game, but it's a very I'll good game. Give, I'll have to give that a go. I, I, I
2: think Fred is back. Uh, does Fred have, have an opinion, uh, an addition to it, to, uh, to the Streets of Rage portion? Oh, oh. <laughs>
0: sorry. We <laughs> lost our friend again, Fred. No right.
2: right. so we uh, are uh, adaptable, we can adjust. No matter. No worries. Don't worry.
0: Don't <laughs> um, so worry. Let me tell you guys about Spirit of Rage Two. All right. <clears throat> so, with Stretch of Rage Two for the Sega Genesis uh, for the Sega Genesis Mega Drive, it's it's a difficult thing to. Um, it's a bit, it's a it's a very difficult feeling that if there are any other beat-em-ups for the Genesis and Mega Drive, you cannot really top Spirit of Rage. Yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe it's just a bias thing, but. Yeah.
1: I don't know. It's the best, to me, it's the best series ever. Damn. So you're not gonna, um, I do think the, the Genesis is strong with Beat'em Ups. Um, I think, like I said, that's why I put Golden Axe as a second on the list, because I think it is <laughs> Golden Axe. Um, Golden Axe, there you go. With
0: respect to Golden
1: Axe,
0: I'll give them Golden Axe, but with Streets of, of Rage 2, despite of being such a linear game, um, it's just that, uh, the stage design is a little bit more vibrant. Uh, well, uh, to be fair, Golden Axe, uh, Golden Axe Two, um, it's set in a what in a very primitive medieval setting. What all can you expect with stretch of Rage Two? They implemented a lot more colors. Uh, there's day and night setting uh, for each stage. Uh, you, got memor- uh, you got more, you uh, got more, more colorful, colorful in a way of character design. With their bosses. Yeah, yeah. Each of them have their own different style of fighting. Very frustrating at first if you're playing *Space of Rage 2 uh for the first time. Oh, let me tell you this. I have not played *Space of Rage 2 completely, not oh, since first year of high school. Yeah. So ever since Dan suggested, okay, uh for beat 'em up, let's do uh Streets of Rage two, Golden Axe one. So but mm. so, so here I was play uh okay, so I'm I'm trying to stream up each and every one, and I'm like, but and I'm and I'm thinking, if I place you the Rage 2, there's no, uh, there's no telling when will I gonna quit. <laughs> just one playthrough, I re- I reach level eight, and I only and I I reach level eight with nine lives, no cheats, no whatsoever, and then Mr. X, was it Mr. X. Yeah, so Mr. Expert pretty much clobbered me the whole time because it's <laughs> consumed and I only had to, and I only had to use one continue, that's it. Then I was and I was able to finish the game. And I said, Shit, all right, that's 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 almost what? An hour and thirty minutes of playthrough and I haven't even started with the rest of the games as Sir that suggested I mean, I already know what I'm. I already know what I'm going to expect. express of Rage* to, but I still yeah. played the game, and and out of all of the games that Sir Dan suggested, it's the only thing that I finished. <laughs> <laughs> it's it 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 like like two decades ago. I haven't. I haven't played. I haven't touched *Screws of Rage* to. In, in two decades but like, oh, I was still I was still able to finish everything. I was still able to find all of the hidden one ups. Mind you guys, there are hidden one ups. Um it's just a testament of how often I've played that since I was a kid. <laughs> I remember I was like I know there's a one-up here somewhere. So I keep crouching down all corners because I I know it's somewhere here somewhere. And I was able to find every every single one. And yeah. That's freeze Overage rage too guys. Well, I, think, uh, I,
1: think, I think out of all of them to me it's probably one of the easiest if not the easiest on the list uh and that's one of the things that else we spoke about in the last episode a lot of modern gamers you know get put off by too much difficulty uh and streets Race 2 has a lot of accessibility you know, most people will pick it up first time and get you know at least a few stages into the game um and but that's still impressive you you remembering that after 20 years mate and it straight.
0: I am such a nerd, with, uh, I'm such a sim for Sega, uh, for Spirit of Rage 2. With all your respect, with Golden Axe, uh, with Golden Axe, I mean, hey, uh, with, with Spirit of Rage, I could have played Blaze, right? Uh, I could With Golden Axe, I could have played, who's the girl? Tyrus. In- Tyrus. Uh, see? Tyrus. Tyrus. Flame. Tyrus Flav. Tyrus played. Yeah. Right? Um... Yeah, right there mind you guys uh those two girls helped me with puberty all right
5: yes <laughs> yes
0: nights back when i was teen uh was, i was a preteen all right uh, all you. of the pixelated goodness right there and there That's my man, it's my <laughs> man. <laughs> and
1: uh,
0: with uh with strength of rage 2 and uh the panel uh, the panel is right about this with uh, stress of rage 1 it's a basic uh it's a very linear um not much of the diversity beer 'em up game. For a special, it's just a police it's just a police car shooting things. That's it. But with Spirit of Rage 2, I don't know, maybe they took a page from uh from Final Fight that each of them have their own unique uh move list now. Mm. Their own special moves. And and maybe that's why it's uh, between SOR two and SOR three, a lot more people are more Inclined to like Streets of 2 better because that's the first game out of the out of the trilogy that introduced the special moves.
1: Good shout mate. It's good. It's a, it's a, yeah, I think that's a great shot. Um, it's it's I, th- I I actually can't remember I, Final Fight. Um, they have small like ad- differences between like Hagar as a power driver, but I can't remember any other games introducing the the special moves like Streets of Rage did before cool, mm-hmm. that. You know, I mean, it's, you know the the actual special moves like. Uh, um, you know, plays a Sadukin or short Hodo Hadookin. Um so yeah, that's that's a very good shot, mate.
0: I wanted to finish this I want to finish the game as fast as possible, so I chose Max. Right. Say
1: what you will. He he is slow as fuck,
0: but he gets the job done. He does. <laughs> he does. All right, so let's move on with the next genre. Uh we'll go with the shooters. Uh, yeah. So then says Thunder Force 3 and Hellfire. So, what you guys play? Thunder Force 3 and Hellfire. I was more of a Thunder
2: Force guy myself back in uh, back in Sega Genesis. I'll have to admit the it it's the visual effects of Thunder Force 3 really wowed me. Uh, we're talking like if you if you're any kind of side-scrolling shoot 'em up shmup kind of guy, Thunder Force 3 really g- gives you everything in terms of side-scrolling shmups like. Visual vibrancy, special effects, weapon selection. Um, the nice thing about Thunder Force Three is, if if you're also a sh- side-scrolling shmup fan, is the difficulty is not the hockey stick, um, not the hockey stick uh, incline where it's you know nice and li- nice and good, and then it you know ramps up badly. The nice thing about Thunder Force Three is that it has a nice general hard sh- hardness incline. It's not challenging to the point that that you would say right in the middle of it, ah, screw this, I, I can't do this. No, <laughs> this, Thunder Force 3 eases you into the side-scrolling shmup genre, and personally for me, I'm not very good when it comes to Twitch games like I term them, but Thunder Force 3 was really right up my alley. It, it had a good balance of difficulty, it had great visual effects. Even my daughter Alexandria, when I was playing through it, really got into it, and it's the kind of game that, it's really, uh, it's the kind of game that you would s- show somebody to. Uh, who is unfamiliar with the Sega Genesis and Mega Drive and say, "This is what you're missing out on when it comes to r- quality games." Thunder Force Three. If anybody's at all interested in side-scrolling shoot 'em ups, this is the game to try. Back to you, John. Oh, uh, I think John might have uh, might have. Where we go?
5: Thunder Force Three.
2: Yes, we have the footage here showing right now in the main screen uh, for those of you who are in the audio portion of the podcast. You guys truly are missing out. You guys should catch us live with the actual, with the actual streaming of uh, of our of our podcast, Timeless Gamer. So, for those of you who are uh, are in the audio podcast right now, let me describe what's on screen. Uh, Joe is showing Thunder Force Three for Sega Genesis. It's it really the 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 special effects in the background. The, the thing about side-scrolling shmups is that you tend to focus mainly on your ship and anything and anything around it tends to blur into the background and you tend to not notice it that's not the case with thunder force 3 when you have a look at thunder force 3 all the effects in the background really pop out at you and there's so many things to have a look at that works both to its advantage and disadvantage because of the fact that you know you see parallax scrolling in the back you see little things flicking in and out you see a lot of different happenings in the background and visually, it's a feast, but at the same time, it can be—it can take your attention away, and before you know it, you've lost the ship already.
5: <laughs>
1: Wouldn't you agree, Dan? Yeah, right. So I'm—I'm gonna—you gonna have to bear with me on this one because this is possibly my favorite game ever. <laughs> so to say I love it is an understatement. I think is an absolute masterpiece, and um, I, I think that uh, you've already touched on very key elements: superb parallax like scrolling, superb graphics. Uh, Fantastic difficulty curve because it is quite, for a shoot 'em up uh, it's quite an easy game really. Um, It's got a challenge, so you can get your teeth into it, um, but it gives you a lot of extra lives and there's a lot of shield placements. So when you get them shield placements down, you can progress quite nice and steadily. Uh, But the difficulty levels the extra ones give you a real nice challenge you play this on mania you've really got to work to, to progress so, so it's fantastic what absolutely knocks it out of the park for me is the soundtrack it's an amazing it, when i say amazing i mean I, it, I, I i can listen to this um just by itself over and over again it's a very metal soundtrack a very rock uh orientated soundtrack and it is you're just constantly stimulated by these visuals by the music by the speed by the action and i'm a, I'm a twitch player like I'm, a, I'm an arcade player so i, I like I like, you know I'm, I'm changing gears i'm shooting i'm watching things fly past me i'm hearing all these beats go off and i'm i'm like Ugh! <laughs> 30, 30 years and it still makes me buzz every time i play it so it, it's just you know that that's uh yes i am um, I like the game. I think it's fair to say I like the game a lot. So uh, anyone who, who, even if you don't like shoot 'em ups and you find it quite difficult, this is one to give a, a, a go on because you also get a stage select. And on the stage select, even if you're not great at shoot 'em ups, you still get to experience um, uh, pretty much, you know, 75% of the game just by going through the stage select. As well. yeah. That's it. You know what? I,
3: I feel a bit embarrassed with what uh, Dan just mentioned about this game being uh, easy—I <laughs> I really suck with shoot 'em ups. I, I've been playing Art uh, Type Delta and all those uh, shoot 'em up games on the PlayStation, mm. and uh, it's just one of those games I played in w- with uh, w- with Sega. Yeah, you can choose uh, levels, but uh, I, I guess shoot 'em up is not my thing i really suck at it <laughs> but the, the, music. i agree with the music i can just play with the music and just but uh gameplay wise i suck
1: with it. i, I <laughs> <not> <laughs> it is to be fair mate it is one of the it is that's what i love i love about it because it seems hard when you first you know when you first play it, you lose a lot of lives because it throws a lot of surprises at you um but there's a great you know the more you play there's a lot of space to learn. Whereas a lot of shoot 'em ups keep it tight to learn. You've got to make it perfectly or you don't get there. Whereas, whereas Thunder Force 3 is more forgiving. I'm not saying it's forgiving, mm. but it's more forgiving. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, c- I can play it, mate, and I can get me, you know, I can get my butt kicked on it. Um, <laughs> if, I, if I can get it, most shoot-em-ups do it anyway, but if you forget something, once you lose your first life, and a few, and a power up, you 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 lose you you start losing more lives and you spiral. Uh, but th- but then you can play. I played it other night, uh, and I I, and I, and I think I lost two lives on it. I, I ended up finishing with, with 15 lives. I only I only played on normal level. I won't play on hardest level. Mm-hmm. Um, but that unpredictability of also, am I going to get my arse kicked or am I going to blitz through it? Also excites me. Um, so yeah. Sorry, I told you I will talk too much about that one. Nah, I, that's perfectly fine. I we love it, actually. We absolutely love the
2: input. And oh, um, for those of you who are intimidated with um, bullet hell type of games, this is the perfect game to start to ease yourself into it because it's not a bullet hell type of game. It's it's the kind of game that will
5: let you, <laughs> know, you
2: <laughs> wet your appetite. I would say. <laughs> It'll wet your appetite for more because, it, uh, like Dan says, it's not as Brutal. It's a little bit more forgiving than yeah, the yeah. other, the other shooter must- Oh, comparatively, I guess it would be a little bit. Uh, it would be like uh, the classic Japanese Famicom NES game, um, Great. Uh, if anybody remembers, Raiden. yes. Uh, yeah, Gradius. Yeah, but um, Gradius. Um, yes, without the Gradius. without the life force. Life force. There All you right.
0: go. Yes, you so, to with, um, with Thunder Force Three, I take Umbridge. But Sir Dan, this is an easy game. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Go ahead,
5: um, tell
0: your fidget. With all of the games that Sir Dan suggested, um, I, I may not I may not have finished all of them, but it, they did leave me some uh, first uh, first impressions. With, uh, with Thunder Force 3 as being shown here right now, uh, it, it's, uh, it reminds me of it's Life Force and Contra Mashed together um, <laughs> okay. no, um it, it's it's great just because it, uh, horizontal space shooter of course uh with all of the surprises all of the uh all of the bosses here and there but matched up with contra because it offers you with more ammunition different kinds of ammunition and it depending uh, and you can choose this ammunition depending on circumstances whether there are enemies at the front enemies at the back enemies up or down and with I've noticed that it's, um, compared to Gradius or Life Force or Salamander um, with this one I'm not sure but it um, it's not as very generous in giving you power up compared to those games in comparison to Contra as well I mean every once in a while you will you, uh, like every like, like every 30 seconds or so uh, there's one random thing that will offer you uh that will offer you a power up and compared to salamander or gradius or or contra you know you know which enemies will give you a power up here it's Thunder force three um unless you've unless you've been over 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 again you not there's no indication of which enemy will give you the power up with life force and gradius uh for the first uh for the first uh for the first stage there's this series of enemies flying right through that uh, flying right at you shoot them all you'll get a power up with contra there's this flying football you'll get a power up with here uh just shoot whatever, and hopefully it will, uh, it, it will uh, offer you some, know,
1: some, yo, some mate, random. You, you stuff. might, you might have missed it, mate, because it's little orange ships. It's little yeah. orange ships to do it. They, they're the ones. But they, hard, but they hardly, but they hardly, show up.
0: And even if they do, uh, it's already too late because there's, because there's so many stuff going on.
5: <laughs>
0: well, that's perfect. Um, so I was able As to As you play, uh, it, you learn. It. As you play, this, this, this kind of game, guys. It's one of those games that will, um, there's a lot of trial and error. Uh, Sometimes it will go fast, sometimes it will pull itself back, will go slow, then fast again. Um, Watch out for enemies at behind. There are a lot more enemies coming in, Uh, there are a lot more surprises at the back, actually. Uh, Sometimes they will just pass pass right through you, then they'll come back um, all of a sudden. So, and what I like about the different kinds of ammunition, is that if you are, for example, uh, so it will, the game will offer you like five types of ammunition. If you get one, and for some reason you die using that ammunition, the ammunition goes away. Mm. Correct me if I'm wrong, sir, as for death. That's right, yeah,
1: that's on the, on the normal level, if you die you only lose the weapon you're dying. If you play it on the harder levels, you lose all your weapons. You, you lose, lose all the weapons, except for the blaster, the, the default, breath, uh, the default yeah, power yeah, So that's
2: why I'm not familiar with that part, because of the fact that I never play hard. I, if, if ever, as long as an easy option is there or normal, I always play easy or normal. <laughs> no, no. no yeah.
3: I'm, I'm I'm same with you, um, Sergio. I, I don't yes. play hard. the hard levels.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just I mean, here yeah, for the story. especially with these kinds of games guys just play easy i mean uh, i mean no no one's looking you're not you're not trying to impress anybody just play easy (laughs) see how you see how you like it (laughs) all right i I, I really um, don't have much to prove when it comes to
2: gaming honestly like i said i'm just in it for the enjoyment for retro games i'm just having a look at what this the stuff that i missed out on during the time that i during the time that i missed out on it and you know, that's you know, that's the nice thing about being gamers. You play at the pace that you feel comfortable at. You know, just enjoy it. And that's what gaming is all about. Back to you, Joe. All
0: right, so um Sir Carlo is here and Sir Baru what is this? Baruna, Baruna Royka. There you go. Hi, Joe. Hello Baruna Roika, it's nice to see you in the chats. Thanks very much for hanging around. So Jummer Joe Star. Said here, only SEGA games have played are PC ports like Virtua Fighter 1 and 2. Sir Still Matt out. mentioned Mazin Saga. Mutant Fighter is an underrated beat em up that I think has really great gameplay and design. Mazin Virtua. Saga. Mazinger, really? I've only played a little
2: How bit really? of it. If you guys are familiar with the Mazinger Z, Filipinos would absolutely love uh, ah, right, 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 right. Because of the fact that um, a Filipinos grew up jersey. with the uh, giant robot era. The five giant robots of Monday to Friday, which would be Mekanda Robot, Daimos, Mazinger Z, Grandizer, Voltus five. and Voltus V. So those five were most prominent in Filipino culture back Great then. Five. Whenever you came home at around five o'clock in the afternoon, those would be the the giant robots that you would watch religiously. And Mazinger Saga on Sega Genesis is related to Mega Drive. Is related to the Mazinger Z series. Uh, same universe, right? Yes, same universe. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Thanks uh, very Ros- much Lewis. for that. Uh, thanks for that. Thanks very much for that, uh, Matt. Matt yeah, Muscle. Right.
0: Uh, Rosellores <laughs> es Ros- uh, Ros- contra hardcore. Earthworm Jim. Sega uh, are the games I played on the Sega Genesis and Mega Drive. All right, really good on. Choices,
2: Nice yeah. choices. Very good Very nice choices. choices. Uh, Hard Corps All right. is a. That's a tough game. Hardcore. Tough yeah, game. that was that was brutal. Honestly. Yeah. It was, it was. It's part of the Contra series, if I remember correctly. And yes, uh, it has trademark Contra it. brutality in terms of difficulty. Exactly. But it was it was really really good uh, in terms of gameplay as well. For those of you who are familiar with the Contra series in the Japanese Famicom US NES, Contra Hardcore is the way to go too. Uh, we also have a message here from Sir Pao. He is coming in very soon. We will have the perspective of two Sega Genesis Mega Drive movies in the form of Joe and in the form of Sir Pao of Sir Pao Gaming and Sir Pao24 on Twitch.tv. We look forward to Sir Pao's opinions. So far, we have had two genres. We will review what Sir Pao's opinions on them will be once he comes on. But
0: for now, let us continue. We are going now to the role playing game side of things. So, Sir oh, Dan yeah. mentioned Shining Force 2 and Fantasy Star 4. So, which of
1: the two would you like to talk first? I, I'm out of honor, I think out of honor for uh, to Joel. We're gonna have to go fantasy star four. Oh my gosh, awesome. yes, absolutely. In my case,
5: I Four. Mean,
1: fantasy star four, yeah, <laughs> because of the fact that
2: like, again, for, for me, I'm a fantasy star kind of guy during the days of role playing games in the heyday of our 16 of, of bit RPGs. Fantasy star is really where I was at. Everybody was into the Final Fantasy series with Final Fantasy 3 on SNES or. Uh, I, I believe, uh, um, which was Final Fantasy VI in the U.S. I went for the Fantasy Star series, and Fantasy Star Two. Star- it started with Fantasy Star Two for me. Went on to three, but four was really where it all came together. If you were at all, uh, if you were at all into the Fantasy Star series, if you played Fantasy Star Four, you would be amazed with how many callbacks there were to previous games, with the quality of the game itself. The gameplay had been refined to the point of perfection, and it had the mo- one of the most satisfying endings for RPs ever. Really, once you got to the very end, you would say yes, that was worth the, com- the the journey. Once I got here, there are no regrets. I have to say that um, with Fantasy Star 2, that was the uh, Empire Strikes Back portion of the series. Uh, yes. Once you got to the end, you still went, "Oh my God!" I I I, I- i hope things things get better afterwards when you got to find fantasy star 3 things were things were shook up a little bit the things were a little different but when you got to 4 it all came together and uh despite a little bit of clunkiness for for modern uh, gamers because well we we old school gamers are very much turn-based kind of guys we love our turn-based uh action and everything Well, some people might say oh that's a little bit too slow for me for people like me that's the perfect speed because of the fact the Fantasy Star Four got the storyline right, got the visual design right, got the music right, got the pacing correct, uh, the surprise, the twists, everything. I'm sorry to have to say, but you know, for uh, again, it's pitchfork time, Fan- Final Fantasy guys. You ain't got nothing against Fantasy Star. Okay, <laughs> there we
1: go. I agree. I agree. I think Phant- well, Phantasy Star uh, Four is definitely that the best firing. <laughs> 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 All right, sir Yeah, mate. what a brilliant, brilliant summary there from Joel, mate. I think that's that's brilliant. Uh, for me, Fancy Star Four reduced, and it still is um, just so polished and just so absorbing. Um, I can't really say that much more than Joel's already said, but I think I think probably the one thing he did touch on with, with the cutscenes. Oh yeah, the, the cutscenes in the game. And, the, and in particular, the humor. The humor, humor back, yes. and the cutscene is just perfect. Mm. it's very, very grounded and it takes it, a, a science fiction adventure back to earthly roots. Yes. Uh, and for example, in one point there's a woman in it called Alice, and she meets a, a guy who gives out um, to, to other adventurers her figure measurements. So she so she punches him and causes him a blabbering old fart. <laughs> and, and it's those types of uh, uh, bits of humour and that, uh, with the, with the great presentation, cutscenes and story, that um, that make it. And and like Sir Joel says, there is there's, there's a twist in it in particular that a lot of people remember. Final Fantasy VII mm-hmm. or four, four did it first. Yes. And, and it, and right, you know, that was my a lot of people talk about the Ares moment and, and other bits in Final Fantasy 7 being wow, blowing your head off right? that, that's what I experienced with Final Fantasy 4 and got that satisfying ending that Sir Joel talks about as well Yes. How about you But What's your opinion on it?
3: Well, um, I hate to say that but I, I don't play RPG games so mm-hmm. it, that's it's true. not my opinion <laughs> because yeah, uh, I'm not into that grinding, uh, leveling up but um, I, I've tried several RPGs back in the days, like Final Fantasy, of course. Yes. But uh, it, it's just simply not my thing. Sorry, guys.
5: <laughs> That's
2: valid. You know, everybody's got a style. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Jo?
0: So, Fantasy Star in it, in its entirety. Uh, these are one of the. Uh, this is one of the games in Sir Dan's list that he given us that I didn't really play yet. Um, it's one of the gifts that I didn't play. Why? Because uh, although it's an RPG, but if I'm going to play an RPG, especially if it's Star Four, I need more than an hour. Yeah, yeah. Good uh, grasp of um, of all things because it, it starts slow, like yeah. it, it starts kind of slow, and then until on the uh, until you get past the sec- uh, the first hour of of your gameplay. I mean, if you are really going through through the motions you know, without doing any grinding. Uh, it starts to pick up. And it's a little bit interesting because during the sixteen bit era where where Super, uh, where Super Nintendo uh, was king uh, quote unquote in in regarding with Japanese playing games, uh, with the sprites, they've all they've been all uh, they've been always designed as in Chibi form. Going to fancy star, they are a little, they are more humanoid in form. Especially when uh, when they're exploring, you can actually see like uh, like real uh, like real humanoids uh, walking in comparison to other uh, 16-bit RPGs. That like, like, they are really like actually before like like kids. Uh, if, you're going to, uh, if you're going to take a look at uh, take a look at them, and with and the ones that I've got uh, the ones that I'm used to, you can actually see it's either. All of them are here, either here on the left side or your characters are on the left side, all stacked up all together, either on the left or the right screen. You can see all of them facing the uh, facing the enemy, right? With Fantasy Star, when I first saw the gameplay, I'm like, where are my characters? All I can see are just their (laughs) telemarket. I'm like, okay, uh, this this is it, this is indeed different. And then when I when I start when I see them attack for the first time, they just show up. Do a slash here, slash there, magic here, magic there, and then they go off screen again. And then with uh, with Fantasy Star Four, I think uh, I I think the developers took notice of uh, that kind of criticism. At the fr- um, at the very first moment, uh, during the first moments of the battle, you can you can see them, yeah, but but just their backs, mm. their backs facing the uh, fa- uh, facing the player, just to give emphasis on. Who's who? Who's going to attack? Uh, who's going to attack? What? Right? And the only times that you can see their face are during the uh, during the dialogue cutscenes. The cutscenes, yes. And in regard to the dialogue cutscenes, uh, I, I, I give it credit to them. Um, they don't uh, they don't treat the player like idiots. So it, uh, it's quite mature, actually. Um, uh, the story is quite mature. Yes, there are some RPG tropes here and there, but um, because this is, uh, this is a, what, uh, what's the best? It's like space opera? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, mixed with, uh, mixed with magic, of course, uh, yes. if, 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 you, if you know what I'm saying, guys. Yeah. Um, this is basically star ocean. Like, uh, there's a mixture of uh, sci-fi, but there's also mysticism involved. So, uh, for, for, For players of Star, uh, for all of you guys who are fans of Star Ocean or Tales of Fantasia, this is basically it. Um, if Star Ocean and Tales of Tales of games have a baby, Fantasy Star (laughs) would be the uh, would be the early
5: baby of that, right?
2: All right. Um, A little bit of an addendum though, Joe. Uh, Definitely, uh, role role-playing games in general, uh, particularly the Fantasy Star series, is a commitment really it is something that you go into fully expecting that you're going to immer- to be immersed in it and uh, like most commitments you really have to have dedication with it and uh, to see which point um, as with almost any any relationship the grinding
1: is some of the most fun aspects of it no, anyway. I, 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 would say to me, I think I think fancy stuff or oh, the grinding is is quite optional man, yes because you it gives you, it empowers you with a lot of techniques and um, skills. That mm. it, it does take a bit. It takes you've got to learn how to use them. But it was one. Of, it, I think it might have been the first. Don't quote me on that. It's definitely mm. one of the first games to have a macro um, oh, yes. I uh, forgot system, about that system which is a co- which is a combo system. Mm. So once you once you've experimented and got these combos, even if you're under leveled, you can you can power through some fights if you know how to play it but but it's that learning process which which uh, which is enjoyable isn't it joel yes uh, the ma- the macro system actually was extremely convenient especially
2: for people like me who got used to every single mo- movement that you had to execute in an our arc- turn-based rpg had to be inputted with every single turn the macro system for fantasy star 4 was a blessing because of the fact that you could uh, if you're at all familiar with 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 uh, Microsoft Excel, macros are little commands that you can chain together all at the same time, so that they can be executed in in a sequential order. In this case, Fantasy Star Four implemented that, and it took out a lot of the what's the right word for it? It took out a lot of the um, drudgery in inputting commands for Fantasy Star Four, and you went through the game, you know, with lots of fun. You had a lot of fun doing it.
0: Yeah, that's right. why that's why I like turn-based RPGs more. Mm-hmm. Mm. with every special move, with every special magic, just press a button; they just do it. Yeah. Unlike the modern RPGs that you have now, uh, you have to go right straight to the. Uh, you just go set the opponent, or go uh, go keep your distance, mash a few buttons, and then they, and then they do it. I mean, yeah, sure, it, mm. it's a different kind of gameplay, but every once in a while, you just can I just can we just make it simpler? <laughs> All right, All right. We,
2: have, we have a message here from uh, Viraj uh, Kathwadia. There you go. He says, "I beat this game on my Mega Drive Mini. Perhaps the best RPG on the Mega Drive. Completely agree with that one, Viraj Kathwadia. And we also have a message here from our uh, Randil Randilza Muit, who says, "Star Ocean was inspired uh, by Fantasy Star, uh, but the new games on Fantasy you know. Star games, like the Online, was supported by the Star owners. Uh That's quite interesting. I did oh, not know oh. that. That's you know." You learn something new every day. you Absolutely love learning new things every single day. And yeah, uh, it's it's
0: kind of weird we don't get a um, like like success or like a fantasy star five because after fantasy star
5: four, yeah,
0: there were a few games independent came out, but not like unlike the Final Fantasy series, the main one, the main canon ones, Mm. nothing came out after four. No five, no six, no seven. They just went straight they went went focused on the online. online, They went straight to PSP. Mm. (laughs) But nothing that came out like a five, six or a seven. It's a shame actually. Definitely. Well, while we are waiting for Sir Paul to, to
2: hop on, because he just sent a message that he's booting up his computer. Apologies to everybody because of the fact that sometimes computers take forever to boot up. You guys know how that feels. <laughs>
0: <But> <laughs> Sir Ruben also, uh, made a, had a message there. Sir Ruben says, I never got into uh, Fancy Star. However, Fantasy Star Online was amazing on the Dreamcast.
2: That was a good one. Yes, I agree. The, the Dreamcast went, actually, but being the pioneer. Is, one of the pioneers But that, that one is
0: its own thing. Right yes.
2: Again, right. a message yeah. from Viraj Kathwadia who says, Well, Fantasy Star 4 was the epic conclusion. So the story kinda ended, so it's sad it didn't continue. I agree oh. with that one, Viraj. So it's like, you know, it was the basis of the Fantasy Star universe, the the host from one to four um actually I highly recommend that you guys start with fantasy star one because it's still uh all the way to four it has callbacks all the way to fantasy star one if you guys that are at all fam- uh, at all interested in rpgs and fantasy star start with one and if you can if you can get hold of the english translation of fantasy star one on the playstation 2 so much better
3: yeah all right. how, how long how long have you finished that game fantasy
2: star fantasy star one uh with fantasy star one it generally takes about
1: 20 20 hours or so I'd say would you would you say would you say the same yeah, that yeah around 15 20 hours it depends yeah. how familiar with
2: first time around 20 hours I mean
1: you plunk <laughs> in two to three hours a day
2: have it done in a couple of weeks you know yeah. there you all go. right and all right we'll let's be... continue with the next we'll um, me... with the next category which is
0: platformers and according to Sir Dan's list he flew uh, he put in Sonic 3 and decap attack
1: so yes. uh among the
0: two which do you want to talk
2: for uh talk about We're good
1: first. sonic not we we can't not the sonic you yeah, know I mean? yeah. also in
2: line Bye, with man. the movie just came out and has been getting rave reviews it looks like Seabrick is all gung-ho for starting off the conversation Seabird, let's get let's start with you
3: yeah this is the reason why i love sega it's the platformer game sonic i grew up playing these games and uh, it's one of the reason why i actually wasn't playing sega for the past couple of years it just uh nostalgia kicked in and i started collecting sega again why I, I i have stuff but this these are the reason why i am into sega and and uh it's because of platformer game sonic sonic was my uh um, it's more like my icon back in the days, cause uh, I grew up playing Nintendo. The family computer here in the Philippines is very uh, popular back in the days. But uh, when Sega came in and and Sonic got introduced, it's I'm like a kid. It's like um, I, I was so amazed with it that I was playing with with kiddie games back in the days, and and Sonic was like uh, very different than and it's it's something that uh, I I've been hooked up ever since so 30 years and i still love them and um, sonic the music the, the characters the, the story the gameplay it some kids I think it's a child's game. It, it's 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 one of the defining moments uh, why Sega is very popular. Sonic 3 is one of the best selling games, by the way. Yeah. And uh, it, it has the best music, same with all the Sonic games. And um, it's not a brutal, it, it's not really exactly that hard. So it can be difficult at times, but uh, it it's it's a fun game. And uh, Sonic, Decap Attack, those are the types of games.
1: I mean, back to you, Drew.
0: All right. Uh, how about Sir Dan? What can you tell us about Sonic 3?
1: Well, I put Sonic 3 um, because the, the after Sonic 3, there was actually Sonic & Knuckle, uh, which is a more expanded version of, of Sonic 3. It was an attachment car. Um, but I think Sonic 3 is a better place for people to start, because um, Sonic 1, I'll be honest with you, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge Sega fan, and Sonic 1, I didn't really like that one. Um, I thought it was okay but but it, you could tell to me that it was a good ideas not quite fully fleshed out and implemented uh sonic 2 brought that on a lot and sonic 2 is a lot of people's favorite um but to me sonic 3 is the game where it all comes together where all the ideas um and all the um uh, design aspects all intertwined to make what say you know really really wanted to make all along um and then you add then you can grow onto sonic and knuckles after Um, and to me sonic 3 is just it's just got some of the best level design out there it is it you know it's um i think it's quite amazing how it balances twitch with memorization so you can run along it's fast it's exciting and because you've essentially got infinite lives from the rings you know if you lose your rings you collect your rings so you don't you know you're not going to die you can take it at your own pace but once you've memorized where things are you can it's the perfect game for speed running and you can you can blitz through it and it's just a real real buzz to do it so um t- to me this is one that if you're playing if you're playing sega genesis you, you've got to give this one
3: yeah well with regards to sonic um, if you're new to these types of games, I-, I would suggest that you play the Sonic one first. It's oh, because uh, it, it's it, they kind of polish it every 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 sequel. Yeah. On, on, it, on the first Sonic, you, you don't do the spin dash. When yeah. you press down, then you press the button, so it doesn't do the spin. So they improved that and added a new character with Tails. By the way, Sonic 2 is one of my favorites as well because it's the music that it's something that sticks in your mind that the music is absolutely uh amazing and sonic 3 is more polished i agree with Sir Dan about it and uh it's it's uh one of the best games like uh, to start with but if you're new with sonic go with the first one and um, it and and eventually go uh sonic 2 and sonic how
0: about you sir joel what can you tell us about sonic 3
2: ah let's see um the thing about sonic is this is one of those games that i i can honestly say that i regret not having begun because of the fact that my reflexes are terrible and (laughs) and um I appreciate how amazing the, the, how spe- how, how speedy the whole thing is. When we did our Console Wars uh, episode, Sonic is the icon for, uh, for that, uh, the embodiment, shall we say, of the Console Wars because of the fact that during the time that the Console Wars happened, um, uh, Tom Kalinski uh, really tried to cook up, help try to help cook up a character that would go head to head, and at certain moments actually exceed Mario. We all know how how much of a juggernaut Mario is worldwide, and Tom Kalinski, in a way, succeeded in creating a character that can go toe to toe, head to head against uh, Mario himself. So, Sonic the Hedgehog, I, I, I. Tried to play a few of the games as 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 they showed up and honestly I wish that I was I was good at it because of the fact that the colors are vibrant, the speed is astounding, the uh the gameplay looks uh looks quite uh, quite challenging, but not challenging to the point of brutality at the same time. There seems right. to be so many secrets to be discovered to the game. And honestly, I, I just wish that I had the reflexes. Maybe my daughter Alexandria will be will succeed me in that, and she'll be able to play through Sonic A One, Two, and Three, and, and how many ever Sonic games there are, as well. And while I sit down at my rocking chair and you know and yell, you know, turn left, turn right, you know, and queen <laughs> at her or something. <laughs>
5: but yeah,
2: uh, that's Sonic. From the looks of it, is the epitome of edginess, uh, the, the cutting edge in terms of high quality games. We, this is like the game that, this is the game series that really challenged Nintendo to up its game because, uh, let's face it, there were a couple of times in the past when Nintendo started resting on their own morale And they just, you know, they said, alright, we can just produce anything and the audience is probably gonna lap it up. Sonic came along and showed them, hey, we're here to challenge you guys with much better stuff and you guys if you guys don't you know if you guys don't uh, up your game we're gonna eat your lunch and Sonic the series one two and three it looks like really really went and did that Uh, really gave the Nintendo the middle finger and just you know laid out the terms for what next-gen consoles are all about so i might not have played as much of sonic as i wish that i did but i certainly do appreciate sonic the sonic series and in particular 3 for what it did and and really really challenging everybody to see what else there is in terms of gaming so sonic 3 really good as an aside legend has it that Michael Jackson himself contributed to some of the music in Sonic 3, yeah, if yeah, I remember yeah, correctly, 3. Dan. Correct me on that one.
1: No, you're right, mate. I think um, with the with Sonic 3 and Sonic and & Knuckles, I think that he was in, we did some tracks for one, but they didn't use any other legal reasons. I'm not... Oh, don't quote me on that. I'm not yeah. sure on that. Uh, but he definitely were involved, definitely, because um, I think... Um, it wasn't. I think it was Eric Wahlberg. Not yeah, Eric Wahlberg. Who uh, he always tried to be in the studio when the celebrities came in to take a game. So like when Joe Montana came into the Joe Montana football, he'd always try and be there. And uh, the day when Michael Jackson come in, uh, something happened. You know, his 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 wife fell ill or something. I can't remember what. Uh, and he would go to come meet Michael Jackson. So <laughs> so uh, yes, he, he was involved, mate. I believe
0: so. Uh, with Sega three. So uh this is the first game that they introduced Knuckles. Uh and I and this is the the first Sonic game that introduced the Chaos Emeralds. Am I right? Not not on no, Sonic hey, Two. K- Chaos, uh, Sonic, no, no. Chaos Yeah on the Two. Sonic Two introduced us the um the the Chaos Emeralds. But I think this is um I don't well in Sonic 2, did, did they also have those collect uh, those um, those mini games where you collect all of the blue balls just to get a character? No. Yeah.
1: In, in the Sonic 2, you are a uh, you were really like, uh, it's like amazing, right? Yeah. You and yeah, really
3: yeah. Sonic and Sonic 2, um, like 2, it's the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do we call that mini
0: game where Sonic's just running? Uh, it's back facing right in front of you. It's just yeah. running like a cer- like a tube like a tubular. Uh. Uh, track. You just um, so you just runs, getting rings, avoiding the obstacles, and then eventually you'll get a Chaos Emerald at the end. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, just it, 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 it just a straight straight running track basically. Right.
0: I think that's it. And
1: uh, with this game, um,
0: what the impression that I got so with Sonic uh, with Sonic two, once to clear want uh, to clear a um, a particular uh, a particular section of the of the level, that's it. Then it goes fatal black like that. It goes fatal black air, um, area one scene one area one scene two. So here, once you clear out the first section, it just goes straight. Like uh, like it doesn't go to fatal black. It just once you uh, once you reach the checkpoint, it just continues on. So that's a di- that's um that's one of the different. That's uh, one of the one, uh, a few of the different things that set this game apart from Sonic 2, and with Sonic, um, truth to be told, guys, all ha- all Sonic had was his speed. Truth to be told, this is just a personal thing, right? Yes. In uh, as Sega's answer to Mario, say what you will about Mario, right? At least Mario has other characters. Sonic, I mean, he, he was introduced. He's just, he's just only one, and all he had to offer was his speed and just running, all, uh, just running all over. Um, sure, uh, you can, you can complete all of this, all of the stages without even looking at the other items, the other items all scattered all over the place. You can, you can just do that, right? With Mario, uh, every once in a while, you uh, you'll get the power ups right then and there. Here, Sonic needs to run left, right, up, down, and if, it, if, you, have, if you have enough time, you know what you're doing, you, you'll, uh, you'll find what you're looking for, you'll find the power-ups, you'll find the, the hidden passageways, and what have you. And then Sonic 2 came out, you got introduced with Tails, cute character, right? And then Sonic 3 came out, got, uh, you, got Knuckles, you got Knuckles, and then... With uh, with the other games, you were introduced to Rouge the Bat. Love Rouge the Bat, by the way. <coughs> Love the Bat. The bat. <laughs> Love Rouge. Uh, you know me. <laughs> uh, well, anyways, um, Sonic Three. I was able. Uh, I was only able to. Fi- uh, I was only able to finish up to uh, up to the second stage before my continuous run out. Um, and this is not for the lack of trying. I mean, I really did. Um, Especially on this uh, on this particular level here, I didn't realize that you'll get a chaos emerald once you get uh, once you get what a hundred uh, blue balls. Such a weird way of saying it. Blue balls.
2: <laughs> Sonic means something that you normally normal don't try to get,
0: but you know what balls. it is, <laughs> right? And yeah, um, Sonic still can't swim. <laughs> uh, for the life of him, still cannot swim. Uh, you, you got three minutes before he runs out of air yes uh typical uh, typical for hedgehog and for all of you guys who don't know uh, who don't even know what a hedgehog is then you might be scratching your head what the hell is knuckles an echidna what the hell is an echidna that's it anyway um, so that's all for uh, the for Sonic, actually. All right, let's um, have a quick
2: look. I believe Sir Pao is ready to join us. Uh, if he's uh, in the back right now, Sir Paul, uh, come in, Sir Pao. Yep,
5: he's
0: flickering. Uh, right.
2: I think your, your volume is muted, Sir Paul. Wow, uh, Sir is having really technical difficulties today, isn't it? <laughs> first with with first with Fred, and then now. Hello, good evening. There you go. Here you go. now? Wonderful, wonderful.
4: Is it just me or power is flickering? It's my camera, uh, let me just change it for a while. <laughs>
2: yeah, that, that's perfectly fine, that's perfectly fine. You know, it l- lends a little bit of, you know, uh, shall we say a horror aspect to it? <laughs> <laughs> if you guys are oh, a little
4: horror game. Um, that's cool we got cool. some, um, like we got games,
0: some message know. here from, from Viraj. Um, There're grudge saying that uh, the panel is correct and regarding MJ, he did contributed uh, with Sonic 3 and, uh, with Sonic 3. However, due to the allegations going against him, back then he was not credited. Uh, however, you had a team such as Howard Drossen and June Senyu that did some of the work too for that credited event 3.
3: Nice. I, I believe um, I, j- just 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 to add to that, because uh, when the time this was released, I believe um, MJ was having problems um, getting legal um, uh, child prostitution. Uh, if you remember that, so he had legal issues. Yeah, with he had, to, it, he no. had molestation. Yeah. more and
0: molestation.
3: Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. 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 And this is the reason why he is participating participation and a kid's game got scratched so oh. it, it, it's uh you're about to game. say something then
1: no i'm saying hello to Viraj. he's a very very knowledgeable chap who joins us in the Sega genesis group uh and he's uh he's a good lad he's a good lad so very guys. good very good thanks very much for joining us Viraj. we we're very oh, if, if there's
0: anything good about sonic 3 guys it's the uh it's going hypersonic or supersonic <laughs> you know, during the times uh, uh, during the heyday of dragon ball z well uh, well, uh, well goku training super saiyan this is the game that you know will make sonic you know go super saiyan himself <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> if he has the chaos emeralds right all right so now that we have sir pao here
2: uh is sir pao ready to give his opinions on the first few games that we ran through in
0: our series
3: hello sir pao oh. Oh. Oh, uh, Still
4: having some mic issues. Uh, hello, good evening. There you go, okay. Ah, finally. But right, then, I'm still having a little audio issues while I am trying to re-prepare myself for this.
2: Oh, that's perfectly fine, that's perfectly fine. Uh, for those of you who uh, who are only catching up to us right now, Serpau is the guy that we generally, in this panel, have challenged to play through um, the list that Dan provided, because again, like I said, most Filipinos during the time only had one option in terms of console to jump onto during that generation. Most Filipinos back in the day were very much Nintendo people. We absolutely loved our Japanese Famicoms, our Super NES, uh, our regular NESs. And when the time came to choose between the Super NES and the Genesis or the Mega Drive, sad to say, a lot of Filipinos well—not sad to say. It was a natural choice for a lot of Filipinos to jump onto the Nintendo. But the Sega Sega Genesis Mega Drive was head-to-head with uh, the Super Nintendo during the time and a lot of Filipinos lost out on the chance to experience it. Uh, And, you know, uh, as Siebert is showing the game gear, the micro-game gear that he has, we absolutely love that thing. I have to get myself one of those things in the the future. We challenged about, as the representative of Filipinos during that time, to go through Dan's list of amazing games and to give his input as to how a newbie to Sega Genesis Mega Drive games would feel going through these spectacular Sega Genesis Mega Drive games So let's do a very quick recap uh, The very first game that what we talked about what, for the beat-em-up genre was Streets of Rage 2 or Golden Axe I believe um, Serpa went through Streets of Rage what was your opinion of Streets of Rage, Sir Pop?
4: actually, I tried both, and actually, I tried all 24 games. Nice. <laughs> just, just to see my, just to see myself get challenged and be cu- and because I was so curious as well on how these games are played. So let's start with Streets of Rage. Mm. Thankfully, I am, I am someone who is also used. Beat them ups like like the Double Dragon series, and I guess the most notable for me is the Tekken Force mode of Tekken Three on the PlayStation. So when I tried oh, yeah, Streets I of Rage, yeah. when I tried Streets of Rage, it's something that I think I can hang. I, I think I can get the hang of it. And when I did, I played it on stream. I played it live. It does have it does have this pattern wherein or should i say it should ha- it, it has the what should be pattern of games wherein the the first stages are easier then as as it progresses it gets harder and harder and harder and because of because of such thing i actually made it to the fifth stage on the first as not too bad, fifth stage
1: it did well it did well mate first yeah. try you did well
4: yeah i i believe you watched that and thank you thank you for showing your support even though i, I, I have really a
1: lo- enjoyed watching watching you stream these games mate uh, uh, as you know especially the l file video where uh, you made a lot of funny noises every time <laughs> a lot of that, and i mean my girlfriend loves watching them, that's that's what i was thinking
4: i uh, i believe that you you were actually you were actually enjoying how i react to the game and not yes. to how i play itself yeah
1: and both both mate both but it was I thought, again i thought i did well <laughs> yeah i'll let you continue
4: yeah so so yeah um i think i i i did use continuous i i used up all the given credits for that game so upon using it i up <laughs> i i i made it to stage five and that's it so far that's the best i can do maybe if i try it next time it could be better or it could be worse as for golden axe as for golden axe one that's that's something harder for me since i only made it to the third stage
0: really poor hit detection though, golden X one in comparison to golden X. So,
4: so for so overall for over my overall experience in the beat em up category of the Genesis games, I think I can do better. I can, I think I can do better in the rage series rather than the double dragons. Okay, so
1: my right,
4: so or uh, for the shooter, how about thunder? Uh, it's thunder. How about what did you try? Thunder
0: Force or Hellfire? Uh, he tried yeah. both actually. Nice thing about their pause challenge
2: is that he was willing to go with every uh, game in the series. uh, Which
0: uh, which of the two did you like more? Thunder Force Uh, or Hellfire?
4: Good question. Hmm. I reach much farther in Hellfire. Or maybe because it has more it has more credits provided than Thunder Force. Okay,
2: there you go. I I think
4: Hellfire I hated Hellfire. (laughs) I I think Hellfire has 20 credits and Thunder Force only has seven, something somewhere there. How how far
1: Uh, did you get in in Hellfire, Joe? Do you mind me asking? Yeah. Joe, (laughs) um, yeah. How far did you Um, get? um,
4: is Hellfire the
0: one with the vertical shooter? There, this, no. There's just one guy. No, uh, uh,
1: Alpha is the horizontal one. Where you? Oh. Where you, where you, no, no, no! no. Hellfire is the.
2: It's also the side-scrolling shooter, up. Yeah. Side-scrolling. So, where, 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 oh. where you? Where you? Where you? Oh. Isn't, isn't you that one?
5: with,
0: Um. Uh. I think Hellfire. Is, is, oh, hang on. I think I got my my games mixed up. Oh, yeah, it can get a little mixed up sometimes, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's a, a horizontal shooter, shooter as well. But also, but Thunder Force offers more ammunition compared to Hellfire.
2: Yes,
4: if I remember correctly, yeah. That's hard. There you go. Although <laughs> the good although the good side of Hellfire is you can change your weapons direction. Mm-hmm. You can change where you shoot. Forward. How
0: far how far is the one with uh with the four directional but diagonal? yes yeah, there yeah. is that's the one that's the one yeah still I, I i uh i left thunder force better than the
4: i got stuck i got stuck in the in i i think that's the second yeah i got never even
0: reached the first boss <laughs>
4: <laughs> maybe because i got i got the i got the pattern after a lot of deaths on the first stage i reached the second but then i cannot surpass the second anymore all right Probably because maybe, of the difficulty. maybe I just suck. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I really admit that I suck. What can I
1: say? <laughs> and, and uh, it was... It's a really tough game. A really yeah, tough it game. Is, it it is, is, they're both crazy. tough
0: games, actually. Yeah, um, crazy. for the uh, for the role-playing game kind of things, Shining Force or Fantasy
4: Star Four? Hmm. Uh, uh, the RPGs I actually rushed playing this this afternoon. <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> before, play them.
0: Yeah, because
4: before I, I, I can't before adjust even... if i played playing rush
0: if I rush those two So I didn't I believe play believe it's them. because
2: of the fact that Sir Pao saved his RPG experience to the very end because he knows it's commitment. It's a large, yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's kind of like one of those games that you really have to put a lot of time Although, into
0: Although, yes, uh, what I can say about Shining Force 2, real quick, it reminded me of the early uh, Dragon, Dragon Quest, early Final Fantasy games. They're this small, sprite-wise. Uh, yes. Continue, sir. Uh, you,
4: you tried at least. You tried a little bit of the RPGs, right? Yes, Which one I, I tried both as well. Both of them. But, oh, okay. But I think I will like. I'm gonna like Shining Force even more than uh, the uh, the Battle Star okay. Four. Maybe okay. because it has this little similarity on how you play a sixteen bit a sixteen bit Zelda game. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Good
0: all right um so, for let's... the platformer sir, pal sonic
4: 3 or um oh i was surprised i was surprised when i started <laughs> playing <Dika Patak. laughs> i i had that same reaction the hell... spe- oh, what the hell is this especially when i found out that it's something like that is something good for a Halloween for a halloween game and or, or, kind a of game halloween kind of
3: game just to just to add on decap attack because uh, it was uh, supposed to be a, um, a port from a japanese game because it, it was uh, if you're familiar there's a sega mega drive game called magical hat uh magical mm-hmm. hat no Butobi. so it was a series yeah it's a, it's an anime series back in back in the 90s um it's japan only so they they failed porting the magical hat game so it, it, it's a good game Where the hat gets thrown out, Uh, you 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 use the hat to actually uh, 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 for for your enemies that is. Um, So you're basically on which is the same. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, no, it it works the same as as um, as decap attack, but on on the. american version which is mm. a decap attack it okay. they uses the the head mm. uh, of the character so yes. I, I i i had that magical hat nobutobi so i i I've, it's not just with me right now but uh, it's a fun game so same with the uh, same same with decap attack but that's the reason why there was a decap attack because it was a failed uh, port, port supposedly from a uh, Sega Mega Drive game, which yeah, is yeah, a magical. Yeah. You're Can about that
1: No, just okay. uh, um, I gave to the Decap Attack because it's actually a, a, a fair bit easier than Magical Hat. On, on Magical Hat, you don't get any energy, you don't get any life force, nice. you die. That's right. Yeah. Um, yes. Whereas Decap Attack, you get three, uh, three um So it's, it's an easier game to get into. But they're essentially the, the same game. I'll, pers- my personal favourite is Magical Hat and mm, i love yes. that one but to get to get into i think decap attack is an easy one and i okay, think i understand here from
2: matt bustle who says decap attack is a favorite of mine and if i don't if i remember it was also matt bustle who said something along the lines that star was also a really good platform as well <laughs> yes
5: yes and, you know, if you guys so.
2: are at all familiar or if you guys are at all interested in platformers rystar is also a really good game on the sega genesis mega drive And we have been having a lot of fun watching Sir Pao's gameplays, his streams of Sega Genesis Mega Drive games. From the perspective of somebody who is brand new to the Sega Genesis uh, game set, is highly fascinating, highly entertaining, and and oftentimes hilarious too. (laughs) If you guys are at all interested in really good introductory gameplay, the Sega Genesis Mega Drive, check out Sir Pao's replays on his channel Sir Pao on Facebook and Sir Pao24 on twitch.tv really good gameplays right there and you know for all Filipinos who want to get into the sega genesis mega drive mega drive arena check out Sir Pao's streams you will not be disappointed all right continue John
4: and if you and if ever you don't find those replays anymore on facebook and twitch because they they remove them on a certain period of time i still have a youtube wherein it stays permanent right there it's sir pao game channel yes uh, refer to these
2: to sir pao's youtube channel as well if you want to check out his replays you know yeah you will you'll laugh you'll cry you know (laughs) lots of good stuff right there and And you'll get annoyed
5: and i
3: and i understand sir pao is a good pianist Is that right? Yes. He is. He's brilliant. (laughs) He is. I I actually watched some of your uh, shows, Sir Oh, thank you. He
2: does does video game soundtracks. He does video game soundtrack renditions on his uh, synthesizer, on his piano. I'm an 80s guy, so when I called all those, you know, all those, you know, those mechanical pianos as synthesizers. So, you know, I love synthwave music. What can I say? Anyway, <laughs> new wave music, yes. <laughs> All right, so check out Sir House channel for really good musical renditions of video game soundtracks and amazing, hilarious gameplays of Sega Genesis
4: Mega Drive. A new cover uh, okay. coming soon. Uh, more coming uh, soon, there you go, excellent.
2: All right, Joe, let's continue with the next category, which is... Action. action.
0: Nice. So according right. to sir dance list, we chose Revenge of Shinobi Two and Strider. So, um, who wants to talk about whichever they like better? Well, one we might as well start it off with the guy who
2: uh, who has a fresh experience with uh, both games. <laughs> Let's go,
4: Sir Paul. Which one would hmm. you like more? And and coincidentally, Sir Dan suggested both games involving ninjas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Revenge of Shinobi well, and However, for some reason, I cannot get past the boss of the first stage in Revenge of Shinobi. Yeah,
1: fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? As for, as for You've been playing Nintendo too long, Joel.
5: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> The, the
0: first sword user, you can uh, you, you can try to, uh, you try to throw all of the uh, all of the uh, of the ninjas. Sure, okay. Like eventually you'll you eventually you will kill him. Yeah, that <laughs> motherfucker right there. No, <laughs> I mean you can only use one ninjitsu at, at at a time. Um, first stage, and yes. even if you use your 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 nin, your your ninja magic, uh, that's it. You, can, you can't do anything more. I mean you keep throwing uh kunais at the guy he just deflects everything i mean is you try to aim for his head you deflects the sword you try to deflect the chest deflects the sword you try to aim for his legs well no, he, armed. he's well arced he, he well-, yeah. ar- well then what the hell so, uh, so i'm guessing i should be only some uh, i should be aiming somewhere else yes. but so and i thought maybe i should go attack him from the back okay i i, I I'll try to jump. Uh, I'll try to jump up. Maybe I can sneak up on him at the back. But no, um his his long ass sword uh, can uh, still can reach really, me really, even if I try to jump uh, as high as I could. And his his you uh, know this jump uh, he floats. There, there's a good half time there, but apparently it's not high enough for you to jump him over because the open uh, because the first boss swords uh, sword is just way too long. It just have a better, such a longer reach. And with which uh, Shinobi, I mean, he, uh, for such a ninja, uh, he has very limited, um, uh, uh, limited ammunition, limited equipment, uh, ninja weapons. Uh, for a guy, uh, for a guy who is a uh, who is ninja, I mean, every once in a while you can use your sword, but that's that's not that's not really a sword because. Uh, you call that a knife no this is a knife no <laughs> uh, and uh, I mean, in comparison to the under uh, the first boss sword now that's a sword no that's a long ass sword all right I out, we'll no get no out
2: a reference because you know crocodile then the australian what can
4: i sign <laughs> <laughs> i and i consume all my credits and continues just asking one freaking question where the hell is this week where is his week uh, no, <laughs> didn't
0: <we call> <laughs> I mean he, he is there. There should be one. I mean, you know, <coughs> it just took a while for us to discover. I mean, see, like we are not going to look for a walkthrough here. We're not going to look for some players. We are going to play this blind. We eventually we will get it. No.
1: First of <laughs> all, first of all, mate, I've got massive respect for you both for doing <laughs> it without without a walkthrough. For, you know that that's, you're experiencing it properly. So massive respect. Um, and yeah. what makes it so good is when you work out how easy it is yeah. to beat him, you will kick yourself. <laughs> it's not hard, it, but, but it, that's what makes to me makes the game so good because yes. it's just finding that it's going through that process, which when you're trying to play twenty four of the games, is hard to do. Mm. When you when you yes. sit down and spend a good week, or so many days doing it, and you work it out, you put
5: that out. Yeah.
2: yeah, for all you Elden Ring fans right there, you know, ain't got nothing. We've got Revenge of Shinobi <laughs> right here, and we've <laughs> got all the retro games that'll kick your high knees from here to the, to the other plane. Seabird, what's what? your opinion?
3: You know that Elden Ring game? I thought it was a port from Eternal, uh, from the play- PlayStation Two game. Then it just I, I was I I remember Eternal oh, Ring. Oh
2: yeah, that one i am so sorry. It, oh, it wasn't, it wasn't.
3: Yeah. but but it's not. It's a, a totally different game. Mm-hmm, uh, well, yes. Since you mentioned it, I just I just remembered. But but anyway, I'm I'm a big fan of Shinobi, so I Shinobi Three was was for me is the best, the best of all the so i played some of the games from the game gear the shinobi um silent fury so where you uh where you actually rescue uh seven ninjas to uncover seven crystals and uh which have different ability and all that so i'm a big fan of shinobi so i know it's um it's really somewhat a a very difficult game so i agree with sir dan uh once you get used to uh once once you Familiarize yourself with, with 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 the combos, the the enemies, and and on how to defeat the 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 final boss. It' there's where that's where the pleasure comes in. Yeah. So you 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 uh, as long as you're um you, you stick with it and and uh, know the strategies and all that. It's something that you get pleasure from. So getting past those difficult bosses and 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 levels uh, of the game. So Shinobi is one of one of the best I've played on the Sega on on the system. Uh
2: All right, and like I said, um, uh, I I haven't made any secret of how Shinobi was the Revenge of Shinobi was the gateway. Game for me for Sega Genesis Mega Drive because of how uh-huh. that that fantastic intro to the game itself and uh, the gameplay once you get into it is really like ah oh, yeah Joe just just show <laughs> <is> it?
1: <laughs> Joe
4: just showed how 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 you how you defeat the first boss from so the it's weak. Stage in Revenge so it's wicked So, it's weak point was its head all along?
1: Yeah. That's what I mean, mate. That's, that's, That's perfectly timed because that's a perfect example of people go, oh, I can't believe it. I can't do it, I can't believe it. And then when you work it out, you're like, that is so easy. Why didn't I think of that? That's
2: it. So again, <laughs> for those of Goodness. you in the audio podcast portion, Joe is now showing the footage of how to work through the, the, the first stage boss of Revenge of Shinobi. So if you guys are at all interested in the live broadcast and the video broadcast, check out Timeless Gamer uh, from the Pinoy Retro Gaming official page. And on our Twitch channel as well. Also, you can't wait, we
3: didn't figure
4: that out. I almost thought I have, to, I have to replace the character and kick that boss right where oh, right somewhere down there.
1: <laughs> That's the way, Mike.
2: There you go. All right, nicely done. Nicely done. So that is Sir Paul's opinion of Revenge of Shinobi, uh, the, uh, the uh, extremely hard first boss. <laughs> as well. All right, nicely done. Nicely done. <clears throat> uh, let, let, Extremely let's just do really hard. Read-
5: it's, it's
0: an understatement. Let's do a
2: really quick read through of the messages here on the chats. Virat Katwabia says Uh, Yuzu Koshiro and his studio Ancient did the Shinobi games and Streets of Rage games. Both games have amazing soundtracks. Yeah. Completely agree with that one. We also have a message from Jelisu Salcedo Kayabo who says, Let's go, PRG. All right. Very cool. And Juan de Marcos of Juan de Marcos of 123 Go here on Facebook and one one two three Go, J U A N, 123 Go with three O's on Twitch.tv says, Sir Pao's rendition of Papayetu, the uh, the theme song of Civilization 4, is amazing right there. With the emojis, i just
5: interpreting that All right, he and Matt Bustle says, he
2: he Thank you so much. Excellent, there you go. <laughs> Excellent. So, again, I guess that is uh, Sir Powell's opinion of Revenge of Shinobi. And his opinion of strider arcade ports uh is that they are it's another it's also part of the ninja series uh, on sega genesis um let's see uh, we uh, we agreed that we would be focusing on one game per category we'll have small comments about runner-ups as we go but let's continue joe with the next category which
0: is so we got arcade ports and according to sir Dan, uh he chose ghosts and ghosts and Ghost, Yes, and Afterburner two,
3: oh. afterburner two. Yes. Hey right, so, guys, uh, um, I just want to acknowledge, uh, Sir Andrew Kowa. He's the Andrew admin Kowa. for Collectors. Wave. hello, building. Andrew Kowa.
2: It's nice to see you in the chats as well.
3: Yeah. He's, he's uh, the admin for Psycho Collectors. He's, oh, very
2: cool. Very cool. The,
3: All
2: right. uh, Bob, and salutes uh, to you, sir and And also to on the chats called miss kate factor oh Uh, yeah i was about to slightly familiar huh yeah
4: very much familiar
2: (laughs) seems slightly familiar anyway
4: to continue (laughs) by by the way take care Mm, all right
2: so uh sir uh, actually now let's let's do um well uh, since the guy who generated the list is uh, is right here let's have his opinion this time on what his personal choice is Either Ghouls or Ghosts or Afterburn 2?
1: Um, Matt won't... Ah... Oh, I can, um, can, I, can I have the next one? Let me give you some. <laughs> All right, fine, fine, fine. will we'll give the next one to Dan then. I know someone hates Ghouls and Ghosts, so i want to oh, say oh, it. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> how
2: about Seabird? Uh, do you have uh, a particular choice with these ones Ghouls and Ghosts or Afterburner
3: 2? I played a lot of Ghosts and Goblins, and there Ghouls go. and Ghosts is actually one of them. So it's one of the hardest games <laughs> on the Sega. Sega. Uh, system and it's uh, famous for its hardness, for its for its yeah, legendary
4: difficulty. Yeah.
2: The uh, and the whole series of Ghouls and Ghosts, uh, um, Ghosts and Goblins
3: has always been famed for how difficult the series is. But yes, continue, yeah. Seb. And um, it, it's actually fun. It, it's just that uh, all all the enemies, the monsters, just it's like they jump on you all at the same time so it's are
4: everywhere <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> so it, it's not something that um that there w- when we played there's a certain pattern that uh, we just follow We're with go- ghouls and ghosts it, it's different so there's no pattern that then the, we just go right at you so <laughs> so um yeah it, it's for me it's one of the games that uh I, is a must-have for every Sega Mm. because it might be difficult. But uh, the graphics, the gameplay is actually good. Mm. So um, I would... I, I would categorize this as one of the survival horror that got rid of the SEGA Genesis. so that is a 2D, 2D platform so it's a good game it's very difficult so if you finish this game all, all in one go in one sitting I, I admire I will admire you but it, it's one of those hardest games that uh that uh, you'll ever play on Sega Jet. All right. My personal opinion, uh, <clears throat> I only have uh, I only have one comment regarding the Ghouls and Ghosts or Go-
2: Ghosts and Goblins series. Sportsmanship, the word does not exist in their vocabulary. You <laughs> will get dogpiled. You will, your ass will get kicked from <laughs> here you. to all four corners of the globe. If you can handle that sort of brutality, you know, that's the game series for you. Sir out continue.
4: Oh, goodness. This is the... Po- <laughs> This is the part where Serdan actually laughed at me for, for a very particular term when I called Ghost and Go actually the entire Ghost, Ghost and Goblins series as my poison game. <laughs> yes. It's my poison game ever since it's NES port, it's arcade port, and now on its Genesis port. And and I guess this is this this is this gives me the idea wherein no wonder I don't want, I, I stay away from Arthur in any Marvel vs Capcom that he's involved in. Right, yes. for those right. of you who are not who know Sir Pow actually is into fighting games as well. So he's familiar with those games like Marvel
2: vs. Capcom,
4: Street Fighter, King of Fighters, things like that. Continue, Sir Pao. Yeah, so so if you ever played Marvel vs. Capcom 1 and 3, please stay away from Arthur. <laughs> Because, because this this, uh, this alone is the evidence of this is the evidence on why from the from the first uh, from the first game she appeared on you will un- you will understand my frustration for this character but then i i always welcome myself to challenges even though i get internally frustrated on on on, lo- on constantly losing or constantly being killed in this game I didn't even reach The second stage For this one <laughs> <laughs>
3: And I, no, know um, I, I, I mentioned a while ago About Because uh, uh, Sir uh, Sir Joel mentioned About uh, the game Being very difficult uh, There are lots of games uh, on, on Sega That's brutally sadistic So this is one of them And you have games like uh, Robocop versus Terminator uh, oh, yeah. Kid, Chame- Kid Chameleon the, the, uh, There are lots of not so kid-friendly games that uh, developers are more like set in uh, making these types of games. Uh, well, but uh, anyway, and this, this is actually one of them. But uh, that, thats that's why we love Sega, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> it's one of the one of the reasons, aside from its quirkiness,
2: aside from its uniqueness in terms of creativity and uh, the uh, the innovations that it pioneered. Sega really almost always knocks it out of the park. Even the slower games that I played on it, like the Romance of the Three Kingdom series, you know, uh, that's you know, they really they really do an excellent, excellent job with every almost every single game that they come out with on the platform. So again, for Filipinos who are not at all familiar with Sega Genesis games, this is an amazing introduction into the available games on the system uh, you guys might want to check out the uh, if you guys are into the original hardware scope out your um, your local retro stores because you will find Sega Genesis machines available re- readily and uh, uh, if not if you don't if you can't find them I'm absolutely sure you'll, it, it, you'll be able to easily access the compilations on Steam and on the switch nowadays but yes uh, to, to <laughs> cap it off let's have Jaws opinion on this game jaw are you there
1: Oh, I don't think he's there. I, I don't.
2: Okay, Joe might be a little bit busy right now, but well, yes, Dan. Um, your opinion. Let's let's
1: hear your opinion. On- it's fantastic. It's mm. uh, it's absolutely fantastic, and the um, I get what you're saying about, and it is it is tough when you first. It's another game. It's tough when you first play it. Um, mm. but again, when you get into it, it's it's probably one of the easier Ghost and Ghost games, to be honest. Um, and it just it just just get. I'm getting used to. It. I love it. I love it to death because I think this. Is, I love. I love how it challenges you because um, it's the constant stream and overlapping of enemy pattern up you that that keeps you on your toes. Oh, and so every playthrough, it's not even if you know the game back and forth, it's never quite the same. Uh, and one very tricky thing it does is it throws uh, different, re- to- totally random uh, weapon placements. So one game can be totally different to another. If you pick up the wrong weapon, you're screwed. Yeah, you know I mean oh. you really, you really are. Um, and it makes a huge difference. And that's, that's to me is a big part of, of, of the replayability in the film. So, uh, so, and I'm just, I've just seen uh, Viraj's message that is he shot shots. Yeah. Mate, the second level. So far, so is actually making me want to cry. Good luck. <laughs> <word.
2: laughs> I I guess the challenge continues, Sir Paul. The challenge continues yeah. for you to play through goals and go. At it... the very least, reach second level, so
1: that Viraj Kathwadia will not cry. Alright. Yeah. If, 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 if I remember, Sir Paul, you, you, you picked up the sword weapon. And I did. It's very short range, and it's probably the worst weapon. So yeah. So so I think oh. if you'd have avoided that, you'd have got further, mate. How about you Joe, Uh, uh, what's your
2: opinion on the Ghouls and Ghosts, and in particular, Um, if you've had any experience with
0: Between the two, the Sir Dan suggested, I would go with Ghosts and Ghouls rather than Afterburner. Uh, to be honest, Ghosts and Ghouls, Arthur. This—that's uh, the first. This is the first time I played something. It, it, it is reiteration because I haven't really played the NES, uh, the NES port, actually. And with, uh, with uh, Sir Dennis, uh, Sir Dennis re- uh, is right about uh, Ghosts and Ghouls. Um, you'll eventually you'll uh, you'll progress to the uh, to the other levels eventually. Just keep at it. You know? Keep a level, a level-headed mind. Don't get frustrated way too, uh, way too quickly. I mean, uh, there are some patterns here and there, um, uh, especially during the sand stage where there's the there's the, the quicksand, um, uh, because you don't know which part of the bridge will fall off. Um, I mean, once you know, once you know which part of that bridge will uh, will fall off eventually, you'll you advance. In comparison with uh, with afterburner. Afterburner looks great on paper, on screen it, it it's great, but the machine gun it's useless. That's bullshit. <laughs> um, here's, uh, here's how I describe between. I uh, if uh, anything I can say about Afterburner real quick. Uh, it reminds uh between uh, it's like a mashup between Sky Destroyer and Top Gun without landing the plane. There you go. <laughs> Actually Afterburner is a part of an
2: arcade game. I played the blazes out of the arcade game of Afterburner too. That was an amazing game. But I completely agree with John on that one. Machine guns in general for, for um for right. shooting games, even in the ace combat series, tend to be a little bit hey. hard to use.
5: Yeah.
1: Yeah, what can we say? Afterburner's is, you got your missile supply. Yeah. Um, you lock on his shoot, and you try and kill everything when it first comes onto the screen. But within a few seconds, then it's about dodging the missiles. And that's why I love it. I think it's an amazing game, a fantastic game. But once, once you've learned how to, to lure missiles and dodge missiles, mm. it. it's a buzz. It's a total and utter buzz, but it takes a while so, to get to after that. I was just surprised
0: that I reached level 7 without even trying. And like, I mean, it's, not, it's just a one straight game. I mean, it doesn't really tell you, uh, it doesn't have a, an end screen saying, oh, you cleared level one, uh, going to level two. No, it's just, if uh, you, you just fly, and then eventually uh, you'll notice on the screen, oh, you're already level two, you're already level three. You're yes. already level two. Yeah, yeah. And there's not really a good distinction between the stage, I mean, it's just an empty, it's just an empty stratosphere. Uh, there's yes. no indication that you're already progressing. And I'm like, oh, I'm already, and I'm like, oh, I'm already at, I'm already at level seven, right? I mean, every once in a while, there's uh, there's this plane tanker will <laughs> finish all of your missiles, and I'm like, okay, uh, should I uh, should I aim for all of the planes that 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 are coming at me? Okay, uh, so I'm uh, so the plane is automatically shooting; it's machine gun turret, and okay, so am I hitting something? No, so so uh, so I, I don't start this crosshair, so this is target. Okay, so. If i put all of those targets if it, all of those planes if, if they're too far okay that's fine I'll just place the crosshairs and eventually if they're all locked in then i'll then I'll deploy all the missiles and that's all fine and good every once in a while I'll hit them so what the hell is that tourist are for but it's not doing anything really <laughs> I mean, by the time they are already uh, they're already way too close at you they they just deploy missiles right and, yeah. and and who um, and uh, those planes? I'm not sure if they're flying, uh, if they're flying at me or I'm just flying at them. But they can shoot their, uh, but I they're from the
4: back.
5: <laughs> I'm not. sure. Trust me,
4: if I'm the pilot of, am the actual <laughs> so, pilot, I'm dead.
5: <laughs> right?
4: and I'm like, okay. So, um,
0: so how the hell I, so how the hell did I even reach level seven? So so well, um so i can still reach le- so that means i can still reach level 7 without destroying the enemies i'll just fly i'll just try to avoid them and eventually i'll i'll, I'll reach level 7 again I'm like okay but i don't think that's the main point of this game
1: <laughs> you just got to survive the whole point on it is it is more a, you have to switch your mindset to from being a, a shoot 'em up kill everything to to just try and survive and and, and kill what what's coming after you rather than going after that. So, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right, Joel, you're right, mate. It's just, it, it's, a, it's a buzz. It's a buzz.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, so, between the two, I would go with ghosting, uh I, I keep saying Gothen Goblins. Uh, ghost is, Rules, <laughs> yeah,
2: rules all right. All right. So uh, I, I,
3: I agree with. Um, I, I, I've been uh, reading the comments. Uh, Viraj was right. The SNES version is is easy. I played it as well. Um, the SNES version had that double jump, so it's actually easier as Really to easy. Really to easy. Board, yeah. So uh, I, I remember I played it. In. friendly. <laughs> Very child friendly
4: Nintendo. Very child friendly.
5: I mean, I'm, I'm not dissing
4: after
0: burner. I'm not dissing after burner, guys, but um, for for a first for a first time player. Uh, you know, it, it, there's a frustration, and you can add, there's this uh, observable criticisms about that game. Yeah, so if, as long as you keep at it, eventually you'll get good at it. Eventually, you'll get the objectives of the game, which which reminds me, yeah, the game doesn't really tell you what to do. Just <laughs> just fly and shoot. Shoot
1: the shoot, that's it! That's, yeah, that's it.
0: it! That's pretty
2: much it. <laughs> you,
1: you don't need a story, you just need to kill everything or to exactly. avoid
2: being killed in this case. Heck, it's not all games uh, require a story. I mean, it's a nice plus to have a story but, you know, some of the greatest games in the world don't have, don't even have stories. Sure. yes for one, you know. Go, Chess, uh, go you know, um, civilization by itself doesn't really have a story in itself. But yeah uh, it's oh. sometimes it's a story that you make for yourself that makes the game all right so let's pass the let's pass the baton on to dan because he volunteered for the next category which is
1: sports
2: sports sport. Sport. yeah it's so it's. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna
1: do some power here and um, i'm gonna pick a, a hockey hockey. Yeah. Um, a- <laughs> did he actually won this one he did well on it uh, which i was quite quite proud of uh, but i also i also think that iaoki um i love it for the, sim- the the blend of simplicity and the option because um it's the first game i can remember playing two player cooperative on the same team uh, but you can also play against each other it's just a really really simple easy pick it up get your puck in the opponent's net and beat everybody up who gets in your way Game, it's you know, it's quite it's quite violent for a sports game, and um, and it's got a nice difficulty lens that that you can you can adjust the difficulty of. If you pick a strong team, you can kick everybody else's ass. If you pick a weak team, it's it's a struggle. But it's it's there for your uh, for your choice and your control. And uh, Sapow so picked, uh, I believe, Soviet Union, and um, yes. went on a rampage, didn't you, mate? This is a game, product of its time.
4: <laughs> I scored four I scored four to one yeah. four goals to one although it, although it's a bit hard to control in and in my opinion I can I can have a smoother control in the game NHL face off but then I I still I still won so what the hell <laughs> <laughs> unlike unlike the other game that was the other sports game that was suggested even your whole. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I got knocked out. That's that's it. <laughs> and maybe be, and maybe because it's a wrong choice for me to challenge Holyfield himself immediately on my first fight. Oh, What's
0: weird? I mean, wh- I mean, right there and there, why am I facing home? Evander Holyfield right uh, at the very beginning?
1: Yeah,
0: I could have chosen a weaker enemy, but... Yeah, could, yeah right, I mean, yeah. you know, the, the game tricks you on thinking that, oh, no, you're fighting, you've had your whole field right from the start.
2: It's a metaphor for life, actually, guys, you know. <laughs> you, you, you go into it, you know, thinking, all right, let's begin life here, you know, get out of college, you think, things are going to be cool, you know, everything <laughs> I've learned in college is going to be what I'm going to be applying here in real life. And then when you get to real life, pow! you know you're <laughs> you're That's facing it. really yeah. hard stuff that you had no idea how to how to how to take care of that you didn't even learn the basics of in college and you learn as you go you learn in life you know life isn't fair and you know yeah. right off the bat sometimes you just face a batter's alley with
5: PA hockey
0: I, I, um, so time and my thumbs are still cramping up
5: <laughs> you're about to
0: say <laughs> It's simple. The gameplay is simple, um, but it can be uh, it's simple and it can be fast-paced because you don't know. Uh, I mean, yes, there's this indicator of which player you're controlling, but if you're not really paying attention, you'll just end up uh, looking at the screen. Okay, who am I controlling now? No, I mean whoever has the puck, uh, most li- uh, so most likely it's either you are the white, uh, you're the guy in white, or you're the guy in red. Depending on which country you're uh, you're playing as, and and if you're not really paying attention to the colors, then uh, then you might end up losing the puck yourself. And uh, controls, of course. So it's just simple. Just use the direction buttons. You know, avoid uh, avoid the goons um, running at you, and just press C as hard as you can. Maybe you can drive the puck all across the all across the ring. And hopefully the goalie will, uh, you know, uh, most of the time the goalie will will catch my pucks, but I was able to score two. Um, For some reason, uh, fortunately, I was able to do that. Um, I just end up uh, bashing the
4: skulls of the other guys. Because because I didn't know what the hell I was doing at first. (laughs) I Um, I do have the same difficulty until I realize it's EA. As in EA e- sports to the A8. game. Yeah. And, and know, knowing how EA makes their sports games, you can actually tell if it's your team or not because even, with, even when your team does not have the puck, you can still see who's highlighted on your team. And that's the thing. If you're not, I mean,
0: yeah. you, you uh, for person players, guys, you really need to pay attention. Yes. <laughs> Uh, well, you, really need to, you really need to pay attention on, uh, there's this, uh, uh, for the, for those, uh, if you play this for the first time, this indicator, um, like a star underneath your player, that shows, okay, that's the one that you're controlling. And then, every time you pass the pop, uh, of course, that, that indicator will, um, uh, will change as well. Uh, you're not controlling all all five guys, you're only controlling one. Um, so, they can either go, it's either you're the one having the puck, and then they'll run all across the other, on the other side of the ring, pass them the puck, and then all of a sudden you're going to be controlling them. Then whoever uh, shoots at the goalie and they don't catch it, then
4: hey, you'll have a goal. And well, or sometimes you can get a score because there's no
1: goalkeeper. There's no goalkeeper. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there you was go- no
5: goalkeeper.
1: You smashed the goalkeeper out of the way, can't you? Yeah, you, so. you smashed the goalkeeper. <laughs> yeah, you don't get any penalties
0: for that. Yes. How about you, Sir Sea Bird? What can you tell about um, either game?
3: Well, um, first of all, uh, hockey games, uh, just to let you know, Dan, it's, it's not exactly that uh, popular here in the Philippines. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. it's basketball. <laughs> so, we, we play a lot of basketball, like... NBA football. Jam, though. Man. NBA Jam, yeah.
5: Um, He's on fire! <laughs> uh, we'll
3: I remember back on. in the days... I played um, Evander Holyfield back in the... I, I remember fighting Holyfield as well. So, I got knocked out. Same with Sir Pao. Because it it was cheap back then, so for some reason, my dad bought me uh, an an Evander Holyfield game back in the... And uh, we had a deal that if I finish the game, that's the time he's gonna buy me a new game. So, unfortunately, I I didn't like the Evander Holyfield game, so I, I... when, when i booted it up i went straight to evander holyfield so that i can I show my dad that i finished the game so i can buy the sonic game i, I, I wanted <laughs> hey
0: this when game is being an answer it's... to mike tyson's punch out I mean, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. now, when it, then,
3: okay let's just do evander
4: holyfield
3: after a week i still haven't I still didn't finish. Uh I still wasn't able to defeat uh Hollow, So I, You survived
4: how many rounds by the way?
3: <laughs> you Sounds uh so nice it's outside? also
2: it's also possibly because of the fact that like Jaw says, Filipinos kinda really got into Mike Tyson's uh Mike Tyson's punch out. Punch out. So right. we really That's got right. <clears throat> so we really got into the pattern thing where you would, you know, you would figure out the outlandish patterns
0: of your opponent and,
3: and, and, and it's different. So in punch the layout out, is
5: you're... different
0: because in punch out you are uh it's it's an o- it's overhead with my yeah, uh and you don't have that option you're just, you're just side by side uh facing yeah. each other. And I was able to I was able to last three rounds with Evander Holt for the first time. Um I'm just mashing buttons, uh but I didn't fell down like a pussy.
5: <laughs> hey! Hey!
0: Like pussy. <laughs> Easy! To, I, didn't easy, I, didn't make it, uh, I didn't make it easy for Evander holiday to keep my ass. I was able to pull some punches here and there. I was able to pull up some uh, some uppercuts and some gut punches. And I'm looking at the uh, there's these two indicators. Uh, there's this health indicator and there's there's these heads uh, at, the, at the at the bottom center. And I'm and I'm looking at okay, so he uh, so he's draining my life uh, with every punches that he makes, and then but I can see on on the head meter that um, he, uh, his shadow on his head is starting to get a little bit bigger than mine. And I'm like okay, so what what that uh, so uh, I'm losing health, but I'm getting more traction on that meter. So I'm not sure which is which, and then uh, after the third round uh the referee declared a Holyfield winner okay that's fine but what what what's memorable to that game that I played for the first time with Andrew Holyfield is the round girl Yes. like this with jiggle physics everyone I'm like yeah at least I'm getting something yeah jiggling <laughs> <laughs> over there I, okay. I
4: skipped that children <laughs> are watching my stream
0: bad. okay at least I'm getting something
4: Anyway, <laughs> continue. I skip right. that children are watching my stream. I cannot let I cannot let them show that.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, if you don't pay uh,
4: if if you don't
0: point
2: at
4: it
0: way too much,
4: it's okay. Yeah, fourth <laughs> fourth graders, my former students to be specific. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Don't worry. These are the facts of life that they learn eventually. So yeah, yeah okay. right? they will learn.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but I guess, but I guess that's it's not the right time.
2: <laughs> it's not the right time, of course. It's not the right time for the for the kids in the chats or who are viewing right now. If now,
4: if not now, when?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> if not, if not you. Where? Goodness.
2: <laughs> that is true. That is very if true. It's not,
0: it's not you. Who? <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. So, um, we got we racing sports, uh,
2: racing, mm. a racing category now. Road game. Rash
0: 2 or Super Monaco GP. Mm.
2: All right, um, let's, give it, let's give it to Sir Powell, considering the fact that he's the uh, the resident guinea pig for Sega Genesis Mega Drive. Mm. Game.
0: Which do you prefer more, Road Rash
4: or Super Monaco Keep GP? It. Keep it. Even with a little bit parental guidance title screen i'll I still go with super Monaco super Monaco okay all right what? let's do that <laughs> surprisingly but yes yeah, so let's continue Why? Wow. yeah mm, maybe maybe because of the racing experience when I tried road rash for some reason the movement of the screen feels like you're changing pictures one after another every time it moves mm. or yeah. I don't know if that's just if that's how road rash was paid for the genesis or or
1: i don't know i, th- I think there's a, there's a certain uh, feel to road rash that isn't yes like usual racing games yes. you, need, you you it's another game that you will get it but um i think it is one of those that you have, you've got to play it at least three or four times before it starts to click um oh. where super monaco is pretty straightforward although for both racing games you can
4: lose even you can you can lose not just by being in last place or whatever place that is required for you to lose. You can lose by being wrecked in Road Rash or have your vehicle destroyed in Super Monaco. Yeah. Mm. Still, for still on how I played it, Super Monaco seems smoother, so I went for it. Yeah. I I do agree with that respect.
2: The thing about Road Rash, the Road Rash series in general, until it hit. Um, even, even during the PlayStation era, the animation was slightly jerky. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, the, the, the feel of it was not as smooth as the Super Monaco GP game. Uh, other games really nailed the, the smoothness of the animation. So it didn't feel like... Uh, it didn't feel uh, you, you, didn't, you were not prone to vertigo with playing yeah. it. Because yeah. the transitions from one frame to another in terms of action is is seamless well yeah. smooth anyway uh whereas with the with the with the uh road rage series uh, it, it wasn't as it wasn't as smooth there was a slight jerkiness to the game maybe that's what sir pao was noticing maybe that was yeah. what he was kind of it feeling is. As it is, exactly. it. Uh, and also because of the fact possibly because of the fact that the uh, the racing aspect appealed to sir pao on this one with road road rash or sorry road rage uh, if I remember correctly, Road Rash, uh, the Road Rash series, the racing aspect tends to take a secondary uh, place to you know smashing somebody else's brakes yeah. in while yeah. you yeah. while you run run beside them. So
1: very, that's just my I, personal opinion. I think that's How about you, Dad? Perfect. What do you what's the, what do you think? Yeah, sorry, mate. I, I I think you've just said it perfectly there. I think one of the reasons I actually put Road Rash on there was because uh, it's it's I won't say as much, but it's. Nearly as much a beat 'em up as it is a racing game, and it's very unique in that respect. Uh, uh, there's not that many, there's not that many games of that era that are quite as brutal. Um, the Street Racer, has oh, is, is he put the Street Racer up? I can't say. Oh, BC Racer. Sorry, mate. Uh, <laughs> it, it,
3: it's it's the same as Road Rash. So it's like a beat 'em up uh, racing game, but uh, the setting is a uh, um, uh, caveman. Uh, style yeah. of uh, okay. and, but anyway and don't
4: <laughs> and don't get me wrong I still love the idea of beating your opponents just to get an advantage yeah, yeah. 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 it's just too bad that's illegal here
5: hey
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's illegal in the Philippines but it happens
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. it usually happens it still <laughs> <usually> <laughs> happens <laughs> but um, I used to be a big fan of Ayrton Senna until his death in 1994 and it's actually the game was actually um uh inspired by uh, Ayrton Senna, Super Monaco GP. I'm referring to Super Monaco. So Ayrton Senna was very popular back in the days uh on, on the formula one where the game was uh developed for him. <laughs> That's the reason why there's his name attached to it. So I played a lot of Super Monaco because uh, back in the days road Rash, it, it was fun but uh um but if, if you want to get a feel of the, uh, a, race, a real racing, Super non- Monaco is the best option. So,
0: yeah. If you guys are just into racing in general, yeah, sure, go with Super Monaco, all right? Formula One, straight up racing, uh, first-person view. Unfortunately, you cannot change it to a third-person view um, of it. But it will train your eyes to, uh, to move fast, all right? Uh, there's a manual setting and there's an, there's an automatic setting. Uh, whichever you yeah. prefer. For beginners, I would say try the automatic uh, automatic setting. Okay, uh, it's a lot easier to have, it's a lot easier to control your cars with that. Um, it, it can be a little bit tricky using a manual uh, with a manual stick, but, sell, but have still. But you know, uh, that the handling. of, well, this is, this is Formula One, so. Uh, it might be a little bit strange, you might feel like there's some lag uh, controlling your uh, your cars uh, every now and then but hey, uh, this is the best, uh, this is the best uh, Formula One game that Sega could offer back in the mid 90s. That being said, if you are if you are straight up into racing but you want to have a little bit of fun then go with Road Rash 2. Yeah. Road Rash 2 Right. so, if the bike will not kick your ass, the road kick your ass, right? Everything else in the road will kick your ass, like, you are moving too fast, You um, and then you notice the incoming cars, the incoming trees, the incoming uh, telephone poles, you will be sending flying, like, like, hilarious, like, and I, I was laughing my ass off, like, for, for playing, uh, playing World Draft 2 for the first time, I'm like, It's not the punches that make funny. It's how you are. uh, It's like how you are being flown all like five miles away. I mean, you can even reach the. I mean, you can even finish. What you can you can practically cross the finish line, flying after hitting a car, rather than.
5: (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Faster for you.
0: Hit the car. And then send your ass fly all the way to the finish line rather than uh, rather than just using your bike. Because uh, hey, uh, that yeah, was yeah, the winning strategy. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, oh, uh, uh, when when I crashed for the first time, I'm like, oh shit, and I'm like. There ain't no way you're still alive, buddy. I mean, I mean despite <laughs> the despite of the of that, the helmet, uh, I was sent flying five miles up ahead. I'm like roll well, and, and and the animation is funny because you can actually see him flying like this, rolling over or ro- rolling over to the ground and
1: uh, and just oh, oh and he's, he's a
0: little bit dizzy after I don't know maybe suffering concussions <laughs> or like um, level 10 concussions there and it's just okay uh, I'll just run it off then you run and then, and it's not like uh, it's not like you're automatically being teleported to your uh, to your bike no mm-hmm. he needs to um, so your player needs to uh, shake off Call the, the cobwebs, and then he needs to run all the way back yeah. to where you crash your bike, and the bike itself has its own health bar. So it's not like you can just crash your bike uh, all the time. No, if you crash three, four times, then um, if uh, if are uh, pay attention to your health bar, that your bike's health bar. I mean, the guy doesn't have a health bar for some reason. Your bike does, mm. despite the fact that you're being uh, you're being thrown all over. Being punched at by, uh, by the other by the by the other biker, you don't have a health bar. Your bike has a health bar, and if you crash your bike um, frequent times and then for some and it, it, it's it's blinking red, oh, I'd say don't bother running across uh, running running across the field and get your bike because the, that bike will explode, <laughs> and that's the game over. And funny thing, and I'm like, okay, there's this uh, there's two paramedics coming in, and I'm like. Uh, uh, oh, uh, is this a gag? Okay, they're uh, they're not coming for me, aren't they? No, no, no. They put the butt on the stretcher rather than you. <laughs>
5: uh,
0: it, 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 it's a funny game. Uh, for, for first-time players, I'd say for shits and giggles, I say try road rash, but straight up racing. Hey,
1: super Monaco all the way. Super yeah, Monaco, yes. Super uh,
0: Tell me, uh, tell me if my rant is wrong. <laughs>
1: No, I think that's a great summary. That's a, that's a really good summary, mate. And all, and half the uh, enjo- enjoyment of road rash is, is that daftness.
4: And it's it's good that does not happen in real life. I do imagine if I do see in real life paramedics putting putting the bike on the stretcher instead of you. <laughs> I mean, heck, you know, you can just walk it off anyway, right?
0: <laughs> you can just walk it off. Hey, you're invincible, not your
4: bike. <laughs> Yeah. But then we're not invincible in real life. <laughs> yeah, well, we wish we were.
2: Anyway, to continue, the next category in our uh Sega Genesis Mega Drive rundown
0: is adventure. There you go.
5: Adventure. Uh,
0: okay, Joe, me, can me, you take me. it away. Adventure. Dance partner, you, an immortal strategy. Uh, the the immortal, 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 and yeah. uh, yeah. there you go. There you go. Um, so, sir Paul,
4: um, which wish, uh, which game you for better? It's I do, I do find Landstalker fun, but I hate the controls.
2: Yeah, the isometric one is that it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
4: yes. I, yeah. I, I press up, it goes up. Check. I press down, it goes down. Check. I press left; it still goes up. Oh, what? How am I going to control this properly? <laughs> press right; it goes down. So it's like I have to press press diagonally to move them properly. Diagonal, yes. it's it's not like some isometric view games that I know, <laughs> because some isometric view games that I played, well, Immortal, for instance, it still follows the direction where you press the where you where where you press it unlike here in land stalker but when it comes to play a bit the gameplay itself lance it's still land stalker immortal immortal see seems a bit like like Whoa. how the Whoa. like how the frames in <laughs> road rap yeah so like how the frames in road rash and when you fight a monster in immortal that's th- that's another thing <laughs> it's the immortal combat
1: system is not really an action combat system it's more yes. a it's more a uh, a cross between uh, turn-based combat and uh-huh. action combat and uh, uh, yeah again it's something you need to get a bit used to you need to get some to would argue some yes. would argue that the
2: combat system in the immortal is more akin to um I, I, what is that you know when in god of war when you have to press a certain button at an exact well, at quick, time, quick,
1: time event. quick time yeah so
2: like a quick time event yeah some would argue that it, the 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 combat system the immortal is like a quick time event thing it's like a series of quick time events that you have to either lean this way Yep. press the the button to attack that at that a certain moment you know things like that so yes that's that's kind of like you know I, I tend to agree with that argument it's yeah. much like that anyway, the,
1: the it was mu- the the more a uh, more a uh, the adventure game part of it is more the the core of it the combat you know i can you know, obviously Sapow has tried these games but like you say you you kind of played it once and then or yeah you know, once or twice and then that's it Whereas, once you're used to those mechanics, the actual game is beyond that for them. all. The, the, the game is the adventure. It's discovering true. the spells, discovering the puzzle, um, and, and, and digging deeper in that, uh, in, in that respect, really.
4: I'm not sure if this is true, but this is just how I see it. It yeah. seems to me that this, well, what we're showing right now, the Land It seems to fair. me that this is the actual counterpart of Link. For the Nintendo,
2: some would argue, yes, that it's like the Sega Genesis answer to Link from
1: Legend of Zelda. It mm-hmm. does look like Link in a bit. it definitely, uh, yeah, you've definitely um, been influenced without a doubt. I'd, I'd probably say the nearest to a to the Legend of Zelda uh, would be a game called Crusader of Senti. Crusader um, of Senti, yes. So there you go.
5: Oh,
0: there are a lot of Legend of Zelda. Oh, apparently, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm.
1: Uh, but but Land, Landstalkers. Um, I think you're right. Again, with the controls, it's a bit awkward. But I, I also, I also think that that's one that a lot of people uh, will really enjoy when they get into it. It's one of the. Yes. It is. It is a. Uh, it's a pretty easy game, um, and it's a nice got a nice blend of adventure, RPG, and action elements. And at least here you can jump, unlike
4: unlike in the 16-bit Zelda games, Link cannot even jump.
1: Yeah! 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 It's 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 not. I don't think it's it's not as puzzle heavy as uh as your Zelda games. Um, yes. it's more act, more action orientated really. Um True. So um, yeah. So for me, I was I would go with Lance Thomas. The The Immortals, the hardest game that I put on there, without a doubt. Yeah. Yes. Without a doubt at all. Um, but it's one of them that if you re- if you like that deep wizard, ah. you know, uh, um, Lord of the Rings type theme, Dungeons and Dragons. adventure yeah uh, yeah if if you like that type of thing and you want a real good challenge it's it's a fantastic game Uh, i I
0: will give it uh, i'll give it to them uh between Landstalker and and the immortal they did try using an isometric environment just to perpetuate uh, perpetuate the, um, the illusion of 3d and mm-hmm. uh, for, uh, for its time, it's quite uh, it's quite refreshing from going 2D and at least semi 3D uh, in effect. When I played uh, Landstalker for the first time,
5: yeah, the,
0: the the controls will throw you off for the fir- uh, yeah uh, right off the bat. They will throw you off, but there are uh, I think there's a half of it uh, for those who, there's there's for those you guys who are. Kind of emulation and you want to try landstopper uh there's this hack that they can uh that they fix the controls um up is up down is down left is left right is right but if you're going to look at the screen so we're showing you land uh landstopper now uh so you need to press diagonally just for him to go around places so it it all depends on perspective so if he's facing in a certain way you need to press a you need to press a diagonal uh, button certain way so if he's facing northwest then you need to uh, then you need to press a diagonal button face uh pressing northwest something like that you know um more of a dungeon crawling uh land stalker actually well Kind of the same thing with the immortal, anyway. Uh, with the immortal, with the battle system, with the immortal, I don't know what the hell is going on. So, I, so I, I, okay, 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 fine. So, um, I, I'm I'm, I'm buttons, so I I keep on jabbing, and and the goblins are 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 beating the shit out of me. <laughs> and there's health bars on the side and i don't know which is which is uh, my you would think that the left side is your health bar but no so because um uh, the way the game is designed uh the enemies will be on the left side and your uh, your character on the right side right but but it's a little bit confusing because if you see uh uh so, I'm not, I'm not sure, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, if you see the, um, the health bar on the left gets uh-huh. depleted, that doesn't necessarily make you the winner. I mean, I mean, uh-huh. every once in a while, I'll, um, I'll, 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 I'll be able to kill the goblins fine, and I'm like, okay, how the hell did I do that? Because uh, the health bars are not really telling me anything.
1: So what, the what, bar- what you've got there, you've got, you've got a stamina bar and a health bar. And that's where uh-huh. you're getting a bit confused, because uh, I, mate, I did the same exact, when I first played it, I remember doing exactly the same, seeing what I felt was a health bar go down and thinking, yeah, I'm doing well here, and it was a stamina bar, and I'm thinking, why, why aren't they dying? <laughs> what's, that, what's wrong? Why aren't they dying? Um, and thinking, you know, I'm doing all right, and uh, and uh, I'm confused like myself, mate. So yeah, one's a stamina bar, one's a health bar, and uh, I, can, I can see where, where the confusion lies there with that one.
0: Mm-hmm. I would say uh, for weird traps in the basement, right? Could you at least choose a uh, at least choose someone who is, you know, I don't know, someone stronger, someone who is not who, who doesn't look like a nerd, who has more it strength.
2: Actually factors into the plot
0: of the game. Actually you have to bring a sword.
2: <laughs> if you're at all familiar with the storyline of, of The Immortal, you will find out that it actually factors in. You're not this burly adventurer going down into the dungeon to gather coin and to kill dragons. You're just a guy who's there to, you know, uh, I think you were just asked to come along by by your by your master, if I remember correctly. So and funny. it turns out that you're not even the guy that your master's, master's asking for. Something like that. It, right off the bat,
0: it's... Oh no! It, you're just random dude oh, Yeah, there yeah. you go. It's almost uh, a mystery. Like, like, like... You're not even the um, guy that you guys asking for. It, it's, like, it's like R2-D2 showing Princess Leia's message to some random guy. Not <laughs> not Luke Skywalker.
5: <laughs> not then, <related.
0: laughs> correct. Tell me Correct. I'm wrong.
1: Yeah that's brilliant. That's and, brilliant.
0: and if you and, and if you're that random guy you'll you'll take it to face about okay then i have to save this this person in distress all right okay uh, uh, where's, where's the nearest sword? do where's uh, where's my where's my magic staff i'll go uh, i'll go in i'll go adventuring all the way down to the base looking for this random dude asking for some help that's it. Well, that's it, it, mate. I I would watch a movie like that.
2: <laughs> I would certainly <laughs> watch a movie like that, that where R two just gives his message to
1: some rando and he goes and saves the galaxy. <laughs>
5: I'd watch that.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, the, the guy. It's not being it's, everyone, only hope. <laughs> I think I think the message is uh, for a guy called Dunrake, if I remember right. Uh, Dunrake. You know? Yeah. yeah Dunrig. Uh, and and, and, and okay. that all plays that all plays out through through the. Uh, Through the story, and that's one of the things I really like about it because, again, it's you're not you're not supposedly meant to be there. You you undertake this adventure, and the plot unravels even further. Which um,
0: you're not even done with.
1: I mean, the the message is
0: like, okay, done okay, and you're like, and 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 the player's not even acknowledging his name anyway. So (laughs) you would assume you're done right? But no. There's no point in the game, well, at least at the very beginning, there's no indication in the game that he was done in the first place. So you just, you just assume the character name is done because people keep calling you done. Okay, so okay, I'm,
5: I
4: guess I'm done right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I goes. I I think I've seen that kind of plot before, and, <laughs> yes. and it's a, and it's a game called Monster Party on the NES.
0: Monster Party.
4: Yeah, I don't think I've tried yes. that one. I huh. no, 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 no. yes.
0: I'll
5: have
2: to See. look
4: around for it. That sounds interesting. I might go <laughs> for it. <laughs> yeah, it has that intro wherein a monster chooses a random kid to help them with, to help them save their realm or something like that. Uh,
0: <laughs> uh you know what? Maybe don't I don't know.
4: know. Maybe uh, maybe the
0: wizard is just. Uh, it's just done waiting for Dunrick to come in and okay, I'll just choose whoever the first person who comes in walks in is You're Dunrick now. Okay, come save me uh, I, mean, I, I'm not, I baptize I'm not you as Dunrick I'm nice. not here <laughs> anymore. I'm, I'm <laughs> stuck here in this for way too long. Anyone, uh, you know, uh, just grab the, uh, just grab your weapon and come save me You're about to say that
1: no, so th- this is this is where what I'm loving about this is that when you actually see how the plot plays out later on in the game it makes it even more I like mean, what the what's going on in, in a good way in a good the the way the later reveals I won't you know yeah, no spoilers time. if you yeah. guys
2: want to play through it it's actually available on the Nintendo Switch I think it's the NES version I could be wrong on this what? one yeah if it's the NES version is available on Nintendo Switch online play through it Highly recommended The Immortal. Really good game. Uh apparently uh, it's it's like Sir uh Sir Pao uh Sir Pao got um, uh, kind of a hellish experience with it, but you oh, know yeah. I think I mean, we
0: is highlighted land stalker guys, but we talk a lot more shit about the immortal <laughs> 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 right, um, let's move on uh for strategy games sir uh so joel what the uh, what do we have for strategy games
2: the choices for strategy games are dune as in dune uh, frank herbert's dune and Warsaw, which originally was titled uh Langriser, if i if i remember correctly That's yeah, the first right.
0: Langriser mm-hmm. in japan so, so, so warsaw uh, for the us
2: yes so, so far, strategy, be... i would say in my case i would oh, uh i probably because I, I i'm much more familiar with um, with Dune on the PC when it first came out on Dune uh, when Dune first came out on PC I played it a lot and I'm very much familiar with the novel Dune by Frank Herbert so I went straight into Dune <clears throat> for Sega Genesis and it, it was like putting putting on an old familiar shoe uh, except for the interface it was a little bit uh, hard to handle when the with the old uh, three button controller and the um, the the, uh, the directional buttons but you know you may do as a gamer you learn to adapt. You learn to overcome you learn to survive dune uh was a very good approximation in terms of strategy for the pc game you didn't move as fast as uh, as as modern games uh modern strategy games are nowadays it's still very much real-time strategy you're still uh choosing a house harkonnen or uh atreides or um what was the other one uh if i remember right uh, Oros. Oros. yeah, that's it. Oros. And it's a really good a really good game. Uh still will pull you in if you boot it up now on your Sega Genesis. Although I have to admit I did try give Langrisser Warsong a short try. And I still have to refer to R.J. Hutchin, our resident tactical strategy expert, uh, because I am terrible. And despite the fact that I am... I love turn-based games, I'm horrible at tactical strat games, which is weird. You know, we, we find that so weird. If you're a uh, turn-based kind of guy, you'd think that you'd, you'd, you'd take to tactical strategy games like Final Fantasy and uh, Tactics Advance, or Tactics Ogre, or Langrisser Warsong, like like a duck to water. I didn't. I I, I I got, uh, my ass was grasped right from the get-go. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say between the two, Dune was my game of choice for strategy and it's probably because of the fact that I re- I, I'm I not happy with how much I, I lost every time I, I tried a tactical strat game. So <laughs> back to you, John.
0: Uh, between Dune and uh, Dune and Warsaw, these, these these are the few games that I didn't play. Because I'm, because I'm in a rush, and uh, like I mentioned, any role-playing game, um, especially tactical role-playing games, uh, I'm gonna need. Uh, I'm going to need more, uh, more time on time. Yeah, uh, you get yeah. Play uh, playing these kind of games. to get a better grasp of things. But I've seen gameplays uh, with uh, with War Song. Okay, uh, it started out with two characters. You need to choose uh, you, need, you need to choose two characters at first and then they're just laid out on the laid out on the map. And this is this is the this is the beginning of the game, guys. And they're laid out of the map and you, you without them. even knowing what to do what what you're supposed to do at uh, at first, you're just okay, uh, I've chose okay. So you're just pressing buttons choosing whatever options available and then uh and then if you if you follow the story right and eventually you'll uh you'll start fights with the other uh, with the enemies same thing with with dune if guys if you are already accustomed to the the first command and conquer games the first red alert games then this is no it's a little bit primitive, yes, but they all stem to this kind of games anyway. So it won't be much of a stretch if uh, if you're going to get the hang of it, uh, playing this game right from the get-go. I uh, Dan. that.
1: Yes, mate. Uh, like summaries there. Um, I I'm gonna just re- well speak speak about Dune. Um, something that you said there, which were very key, is essentially it's an early command and conquer. Um, The big difference for me between this and your Command & Conquer, and it sounds like a negative, but to me it's actually a positive, is that you can't select groups of units. Ah. So, in in Command & Conquer, you normally put your square around it, and you say, right, these five units, I want to go there. there." And it's good. I'm not dissing Command & Conquer, I think that works great what i love about dune is that you have to do it you have to do it individually for each unit now it sounds a bit laborious and a bit of a chore at first and it is it can be a bit oh, a bit. you know i've got to do that for everyone but that that dynamic keeps really tense because you, if you, you can't, think Command and Conquer is
0: micromanaging? No.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> this exactly. The original it's, micromanaging, and, right? <laughs> and you have to, you can't stop. It's a really fast-paced game in your head, not necessarily on the on the game. But you have to be—you can't. You have to think about every single individual unit. He's going there. He's doing that. I've lost that. I've lost that. And so you're constantly boom, boom, boom. So it's, it's, it's a bit of an arcade strategy game to myself. Uh, and, I, and obviously, what we talked about being an arcade fan, I love that. Um, so I, I find it quite exciting for a, a, a strategy game.
0: This game struck as uh, strikes me, Sir Dan. I think you're going to need, uh, I think you're going to need, well, I think the gameplay would be better if you're using an actual joystick controller rather than a D-pad controller.
4: Yeah, I'm or... used to it. Or yeah, you I wish you have a
1: or you wish genesis has a mouse like the snes oh
0: no more
1: clever
5: no
1: yeah it's, mean it's, the best? It's, i i find it i i it's second nature to me because i've been playing it for years on on the d-pad um and i i quite i like it i'm just somebody that i'm a weird person like that that i i i like dpads most for everything Um, i've got an arcade stick that i, that I play with i've got obviously a pc for my house and I, if i can use a deep pad i will use a deep pad but i think this this would be better probably for most people on 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 a on a mouse control setup or something similar if, if it can be emulated
2: that way i'm curious about seabird's opinion on this uh what, oh, no. what is more for
3: you seabird uh dune or warsong i haven't played both of them actually you but i'm I'm, <laughs> I'm i'm looking at it right now cuz i've been playing a lot of uh red alert and uh oh, starcraft back in the day so hmm. um this well, looks like it's gonna a, be right up your alley then by the looks of it yeah i'm looking i'm looking at doing it something that i might like but i'm looking forward to it i haven't nice. played it yet very but, cool all right we're
2: slowly introducing filipinos in general to sega genesis mega drive games
0: then <laughs> i would say for the war i'd say War Land Riser. if you guys are already accustomed to fire emblem uh, this yeah. is a nice alternative, actually.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a perfect. Per- that's a perfect comparison. Um, again, it's. Got, I think it's. It's got a, a nice hefty challenge there. I do think what Sir Joel said earlier. I remember the first time I played War Song. It took me seven attempts to beat the first um, setting. Ah. So um, it is. Is it, and it's. A, it's a quite a primitive looking game, but again, it's one, one of those that once you've got the hang of it. Um, it's like Fire Emblem, and, and, if, and if you lose a main character, he dies permanently. And I, I love that. I love that if you, if you lose a character, he's dead, he's gone, that's it. Um, and so you can get halfway through a 20-hour playthrough and have to start it again, and I love that. So, I, mean, I, I, I feel every every fight, I'm like, you know, you, you're tense, I'm like, don't die, please don't die. Yeah. So, and, so Dan is a fan of permanent then,
2: and the permadeath. risk of, go, of going to losing because,
0: your main uh, character. Because, because games, like, uh, games like War Song, Fire Emblem, you, you get to know these characters, and yeah. and because uh, with games, they, uh, they are virtually alive, um, the sense of, okay, um, I just throw them a, I don't know, I uh, just throw them something that would resurrect them and they're fine. But games like this, they treat it like they're real.
3: Yeah, yeah. If they yeah. die, they... <laughs> die. <laughs> so, so, guess, so, all, so, all those so of branding uh... Sir so Dan mentioned about playing 20, 20 hours uh, with the game and you start all over again from the beginning and, oh, you look yeah. at your, and you look at your backlog games and there are hundreds of them. Would you want to go and do the 20 hours again? <laughs> <Or this laughs> one? Yeah. Well that certainly is a risk to it. I, I mean it. when you go out
2: and um, make the objective going through your backlog this is like one of those games that you, you'll say Okay, I better dedicate a lot of time to this and I'd
1: better make sure to do it right. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think it's it for me it's it's what emotion does it provoke. Yeah. And if um, ten set tensions and emotion I really enjoy in games, you know, that that edgy you know, like you shoot shoot 'em ups, hellfire and that like ooh, I've got to be really careful here or me or mean just games not just I'm not just gonna lose a life, but you know, it's all what and, and it's the same with this. It's it's that edginess of Oh, I've got to be really we careful. Are, um, maybe because we are so
0: accustomed, we are so conditioned on playing uh, the, these video game characters that we'll know uh, that on the back of our uh, on our subconscious we know they're going to be alright. They're, they're going to reach the end eventually. But um, but uh, with games with Permadeath, specifically uh, with what? Final Fantasy VII. Now that's a permanent death on your ass. You didn't saw that coming. (laughs) One of the characters, not to spoil you guys, but hey uh, now there's a permanent uh, permanent death there and uh, to some people they haven't gotten over that permanent death. (laughs) No, not that permanent death. Hey, okay, and we're gonna get uh, remastered. We're gonna get an HD version of that sooner or later. <laughs> Anyways,
4: oh. <we>, uh, <laughs> no, so you will be able to relive your trauma in high def, this time. In high def. Um, <laughs> and I'm gonna and I'm gonna play that dramatic music again when she, when that character dies. Hey, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Maybe. All right. Um, Here uh, no, yeah, we are. On. On. Uh, we, we have.
5: Course. Course. We have course.
4: Course. Hey oh we
0: haven't done our final fantasy 7 uh children's children review yet yeah uh, we, we really we really need to do a review about that uh about an animated movie all right, all right
2: um, so anything I think else uh uh realm i think uh, horror oh, oh wait uh, he says that he needs to take care of a little something let's move back to uh let's say um all right uh the two of you uh sir pao dan uh go uh duke it out Last man standing. Which which one of you is going to take on the next topic, which is horror games, either Castlevania bloodlines war. Or, uh, or Undeadline? The Anusha- new no, no Undeadline. Sorry about that.
4: Hmm. Castlevania, pal. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I tried, and yeah, I I for someone who has played a Castlevania game before, specifically the most popular Symphony of the Night. <laughs> uh i i i'm used to how castle i'm used to how castlevania is played so between the between the two under the horror category i choose that all right and what was your opinion of it?
5: it
4: it 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 is in a way a much improved version of the Castlevania's from the NES. However, it's it's not as it's not as iconic, maybe because it's maybe bigger. because the characters are not Belmonts. Ah, okay. Did yeah the, ca- the, the characters involved in this game are not yeah. Belmonts. Got Belmonts. Yeah react- yeah yeah.
1: Yeah Eric you've got Eric Lacard who you're seeing here now. Um, and then you've got John Morris. Um, yes. So, so, so that that for me is actually that's one of the game's strength. This is my favorite Castlevania game. I love Symphony of the Night. Um, I like Castlevania, uh, Super Castlevania, Castlevania Four on the Super Nintendo, uh, and quite a few others. But this is my favorite, and one of the reasons is because you can play as two different characters, yes. which which gives it you know a lot of more replayability, and each character also has different stages that um are suited to their special techniques and it takes them different routes depending on the character True. so it's a bit, a bit of a branching path thing as well so um so I, I i love the additions and i and i thought and i thought sotn
4: was the first cv game that's not a belmont this was it it was it was
3: bloodlines <laughs> and bloodlines happened to be one of the most expensive and rarest game on sega yeah. oh. unfortunately yeah, and uh, good thing we have ga- uh, we have developers like Limited Run. Mm, nice. nice. So, uh, we we are get- I-, I got hold of the uh, Castlevania collection. Nice. And uh, <laughs> that's right. So uh, this is where uh, this includes the classics from the NES version, it includes the Bloodlines and some other versions. So class- uh, Castlevania one, two. So I'm interested in that one, Seabird. How many
2: games all in all does it have?
3: I believe um, six, if I'm not been six oh, or six. Seven. That's a really good value, that's a really good value. It's it's. I'm it's still sealed, so mm. I'm, I'm thinking of unboxing it or something, but it's a limited run. I just got yeah. it recently, you can so you know limited yeah. run. It takes a year for the games to get in, so... I'm looking forward for the, the other one. There's another port that I pre-ordered as well, unlimited run. It's a Castlevania, uh, Requiem. So that that Requiem. port on Front of Blood that includes Rondo, Rondo of Blood and and uh, Symphony of the Night. Oh, so okay. yeah, Castlevania Bloodlines is one of the best games on the Sega. Unfortunately, it's one of the rarest as well. So this, this playing Bloodlines is, is is one of the the reason uh, to get Sega and if if i I understand it's very hard to find and if you're not into uh emulating so you can get it limited run through the ps4 play safe yeah and i'm gonna
4: get and i'm gonna get my revenge on that wolf (laughs) sometimes damn it even even the shard of glass on the window can kill you yes
2: (laughs) uh we have we have a message here in the chats from mr matt bustle who says splatterhouse 2 and 3 for the sega genesis is the best when it comes to horror Gory gameplay, mm-hmm. yeah,
5: gameplay
2: and killer music oh and bloodlines okay. is an excellent uh, is an excellent game i love the fast-paced gameplay that's what he yeah
1: said. that's that to me uh, he's, he's made a great point i mean i love splatterhouse 3 was actually going to be um my choice instead of undeadline but mm-hmm. I, I, want, I wanted to get to give a bit of an exposure to a lesser known game yeah um, but um but uh the fast paced that's what makes good the favorite uh, castlevania game for me cuz it's so much faster paced than any other castlevania really
4: about the, about that undeadline. i don't want to be sour about this i don't want to look like i am dissing this game but it feels like a rip off of that nes game called adventures of dino Riki.
1: oh well, i've never i don't know about that one, mate i never played that um might be it might be I'm I'm not aware of that game, so uh, it could well be. uh, The
4: mechanics mechanics of it is wherein the screen keeps scrolling downward, your character keeps on walking, and you can move any any direction while the screen keeps on scrolling,
1: shooting enemies, jumping like... Got I mean, it's, so. it's it's a vertical the, the game mechanics. It's a vertical shooter. So yes. it's, it's it's a vertical shooter with a human being, um, uh, and and that's yeah, that's about it. But it is, it's a, it's a very unknown game. You know, a lot of people talk about the popular games, and I, I wanted to put one or two lesser known one in there just to kind of. Show um, the diversity.
2: Yeah, and Deadline does remind me of another Sega Genesis game. I completely <laughs> forgot the title, but yeah, you're basically scrolling upwards, shooting and en- en- enemies flying at you. Yeah, it's basically a vertical shoot 'em up. I completely forgot the title of that other Sega Genesis game that it, that I re- that it reminded me of, but it's similar to it. I'll I'll, I'll post it on the links. I'll post it in the chats later if it's I not can.
1: Elemental Master, is
2: it? Elemental Master, that's me. it. There you go. Oh, Elemental Master true. reminded me of it. Thanks very much for that, Dad. No problem, mate. There you go. It does remind me a lot and, of Elemental.
3: And Master. Sir Joel, by the way, it's 8, eight, eight of the classic uh, Castlevania. Game. Oh, Just answered question nice. a while ago. Even better, better value. value. Nice. I
2: might actually look around for that one myself. Cool. And it's actually
3: cheap if you look at it. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm a sucker for compilations. I'm a sucker for you know, like, like batch. Physical copies, because heck, you know. Exactly, so and you know, know how much these, these games
3: cost. Mm.
2: <laughs> it's really there expensive. Yeah, you know, that's it. <laughs> I mean, heck, it's the it's the it's the bargain hunter in me, shall we say?
0: <laughs> all right, job. Between um between Castlevania and um uh, and Undeadlines, fuck Undeadlines. <laughs> 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 all right. So, so I, I tried on deadlines first because I know I already I already know what's going I already know what to expect with Castlevania. So, yes, uh, this is an unfamiliar title, so I tried it first, and I cannot for the life of me get past the first stage, and yes. I don't know why. This is just a vertical This is just a vertical shooter on its core. So, what's that? So, why am I having such a difficult this? And, you reach the boss. I reached the the boss only once. uh, Only only once, though. Only once, um, and then after the first boss, boom. Um, At least you did. (laughs) If there's any achievement playing this game, I was able to reach the first boss. But But that's the thing. So what I like about uh, so about this, so well uh, the, the default the default stage is forest, alright. So and I'm like okay, I um so uh, I will not stop until I finish the forest stage. Okay, so uh, then I was able to move. Uh, I was able to reach the boss, or I think it was the first boss. <laughs> um,
1: uh, there are a lot. Uh, it just don't let up. I mean. It's a tough game. So I, 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 when we when we for, did this list, uh, Sir so Joel wanted me to put some tough games in, so uh, Sir so Paul could feel it. I, I did a more balanced list, so we could experience stuff. But I and didn't want. It, a, a few ones.
0: Read about uh? What we is weird about this game? I mean, like, we we are so uh, we we are also conditioned on playing games that okay for the first stage. You know, it will uh, it will be a little bit. Uh, it, it's a bit easy just for you to get accustomed to the controls. But you're being thrown to the default stage, which is the fourth. Al- although you can choose whichever stage. You got six stages at first, and then by default, it's just the fourth stage. Okay, so uh, so find the fourth stage. And right off of the bat, there are a lot of things um, gunning at you, and uh, so, uh, there are a lot of power-ups, um, not all of them good. So it takes a little bit of getting the, getting the getting the better ROPs though. Um, the, the ones that you see uh, on the screen right there, um, the multidirectional um, ammunition, I'd suggest getting that. Uh, don't even don't even bother yourself with the boomerang. Don't even bother yourself with the axe. Just get this one. Uh, uh get this uh get this one try to get the power up uh using the uh, i think um so you got the the, thing, the single i guessing this is a, a knife or a dagger there's a single dagger and then there's a double dagger if you shoot at the items they will change into whatever so uh, if you keep shooting at uh at the power up they will change just go for the double daggers and it will it will produce Something like this. If you keep on uh, ranking up all of those power-ups with the same thing, uh, they will go. Uh, they will go multiple. Uh, I'd suggest this one because it multi directional. Don't bother with everything else. Uh, the others are bullshit. <laughs> uh, you'll get more mileage with this kind of weapon anyway. Uh, and in regarding with Castlevania, mind you, uh, although Castlevania Symphony of the Night would be the first. Castlevania game that I touched but on uh, in preparation for this episode I played Castlevania uh, Bloodlines, Bloodlines a little bit more I spent more mi- not hours minutes I spent more minutes on Bloodlines rather than Symphony of the Night only be- just because of just to prepare with this show but that being said um, uh, I was able to reach that uh, I was able to reach the third stage uh, without even trying. Surprisingly, it's, uh, surprising it's, it's easy. I mean, yeah, sure. Um, there's uh, there's a few uh, there's uh, there's a few gameplay issues. There's some enemies that you get uh, you get to know how to dodge or you should ignore. yeah uh, it's a matter of, uh, which um, which enemies you should avoid or which enemies you should kill just to progress. And if you're playing it it, it, it involves it also involves a lot of trial and error, of course, um in comparison with uh with uh, here with with undeadline, it although you can't really avoid them because if you try to avoid one then you, there's there's one more one there's one other thing that you need to avoid as well. So you're better off just uh, killing everything, uh, everything inside, just to make sure that you survive. Uh, in Bloodlines, uh, you'll you'll get you uh, you advance towards the stage, uh, especially for speedrunners. You know, um, I can see why this is a, uh, this this uh, favorite amongst uh, Sega fans. And to be honest, I'm it's kind of weird seeing a uh, uh, seeing Castlevania game on a Sega uh on a Sega platform it, it just feels surreal it's like playing mega man on sega as well although there's a mega man on sega but there is yes but you but you, but, but you know uh, mega man belonged to nintendo at first it, it, it just feels weird playing it on a uh, on a sega platform Alright. What are I going to say about those two games?
2: Uh, that's fine. Um uh, yeah, the the, the the lady was kind of you know attractive anyway. So... <laughs> just drunk, <lady>. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and we come to the uh the final category that Dan gave to us, which we will be choosing between. We have the unusual, which is the choice of Echo Two, the Tides of Time, or Devil's Crush, or um, as is known in the United States, it's called Dragon's Fury. So uh, I would say let's go for uh, somebody. It's uh, no
0: relation with any dragons at all. <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right, let's let's do Sir Pao since he is our you know he is, since he is the the, the in, in local terms bagong salta when it comes to <laughs> Sega Genesis games uh, bagong salta in translation means you know the newbie the genesis to be all right uh, sir pao your choice uh um echo 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 2 or devil's crush uh, slash dragon
4: screen since i'm someone who at some point in at some point in my life want to find peace in playing video games then instead of playing a pinball pinball like pinball that looks like hell yeah i'd go go with the dolphin
2: I thought you'd say, "Hey!" I thought you'd say, "Hey!" Since uh, since I wanted something relaxing, let's go through hell, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Continue, about
4: so even though even though you have this feeling when you start playing Ec- Echo Two that we're in like no 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 intros, it you just start over. That that sudden they go go through go through under the sea, explore. Go go somewhere here, somewhere there, and like that. Uh, I find I find Echo too much relaxing than Devil Crush.
3: Actually, Echo Echo the Dolphin is a really difficult game, to be honest. Yeah, it's it's not relaxing if you play it. All yeah. uh, if you play it more. Yeah, it, it's not it's it's not exactly Sonic type of game that you can breeze through and just play it now. Yeah. and the puzzles are hard um that there, there are certain uh mechanics that uh, you need to figure out uh, with echo but uh uh graphics wise it, it's good and uh but gameplay wise it's it's difficult uh, for me uh, personally i i find it uh difficult uh to play echo so pinball games um i play pinball games uh sega what's that sonic Pink pinball there's a sonic pin- pinball game i, I played Sonic crash itself, I, I, sonic pinball yeah yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah that's, that's a sonic good one. Mm-hmm. so i'm looking forward to play double crash so mm-hmm. i i'm i'm pretty sure it's something that uh, we, we How can, about you uh, dad try out
1: yeah, I mean I love I love both games. Uh Echo, I think uh, Siebert's correct about it's it's to me it's actually thinking about it the original Echo is more of a survival horror game uh, than <laughs> <ever>. <laughs> really, It really is yeah, yeah In a way, yes. <laughs> because it's hard. You, 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 you it's hard. It's got a horror vibe to it, and, when, and the later stages, mate, are quite nightmarish. You're taking on alien. Well, I don't, I'm not going to spoil the plot, but I, the story of Echo One's genius. Yes, genius, and it carries on in Echo Two. The reason I put Echo Two is because it's uh, it's an easier game to get into, and it's got more um, it's more forgiving and less there's less physics. But what Siebert's talking about with the difficulty, the first Echo, there's a lot of physics puzzles that can drag it down. The second echo, it's the physics puzzles are still there, but the more spread out and balanced out with other other gameplay and it makes for a more fun experience. Um but Devil Crash, I love Devil Crash, I think it's an absolute genius. Uh, pinball, Satan, uh you know, I mean <laughs> Devil, uh, what you yeah, what a what a matchup. It's just like, And and you can actually finish Devil Crash. Devil Crash has a you you uh, Rack up enough points, you, um, you, you 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 you're given the main table which has uh, three levels to it. But then you've got six bonus stages, and when you've racked up enough points, you uh, you take on the big boss and you actually finish the game uh so it's it's both of them i play a lot I'll, I'll be honest i'll probably spend more time on devil crash myself i just i just really really uh love what doing. i think they all i think the artwork on devil Crash is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. all right so
2: in my case i went in the opposite completely opposite direction that sir Pao went he went relaxing i went you know i went wherever devil devil's crash is <laughs> situated <laughs> i i i, I I have to admit, I'm a sucker. Uh, it's a it's a guilty pleasure for me for uh, pinball games. Pinball yeah. games are a guilty pleasure. I like um, I like this one that was Crash. The the most recent game uh, that came out, I think it's a spiritual sequel to it called Demons Tilt. It just came out on the Nintendo Switch and it went free on E um, uh, 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 um Epic Game Store. Uh, if you guys are at all interested, you might want to pick that one up over there. Um, I also like the pinball games, you know, even the the sucky ones, like like Mario Pinball Advance or you know, or, yeah or, or you know like somebody somebody, 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 somebody somebody that's fine, that's fine. Um or the the Pro Pinball series on PlayStation 1. So in my case Devil's Crash or uh the uh, or or Dragon's Fury is my choice for the unusual. Uh, and again, uh, I am a I am the head of the subset in Pinoy Retro Gaming of what we call the connoisseurs of the obscure. We absolutely love the unusual, the strange, the weird, the unknown games. And this game, Devil's Crash, was actually right up my alley because it's pinball, it's unusual the physics can use a little bit of work honestly because of the fact that the the ball feels a little floaty at times but uh you get used to it you get used to it the gameplay is awesome the gameplay is fantastic you're not just confined to the one table when you hit certain portions of with certain holes of the table you get teleported to a different uh to a different field and it's a little different uh feel overall honestly it is quite unusual it is quite Punishing at times But it is also A lot of fun If you guys are at all Interested in Something well Off the beaten path Devil's Crush Or Dragon's Fury If I remember The the US title uh, uh, Correctly Is the game Hmm. to play On the Sega Genesis Mega Drive That you want To get into And you know Put yourself up To a challenge Because you know Pinball is Not really a dying Genre But it is Less Prominent than most other yeah. game genres nowadays. Yeah, you yeah. yes. want something a little bit, a little bit different. So that's my opinion on it. Jo, on to you.
0: Uh, for both games, uh, Devil's Crash and Echo, uh, the best. Uh, the best way I can probably describe both games would be uh, these games are uh, these games depend on which drugs you're in.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> if If you feel like a little bit mellow, then you'll enjoy Echo. For the uh, if you just enjoy swimming around,
5: exactly.
0: You're a little bit high. You're you're a little bit high. You smoke a joint, and you play Echo. Okay, you'll just enjoy swimming around as a dolphin, free a dolphin, swimming with the fishes, jumping up and down. (laughs) You know, don't pay much attention about the story, or for the lack of. Uh, don't even tell you what to do. Not enough instructions. You just enjoy swimming around. Hey, it's
5: fine,
0: right? <laughs> it's serene. Uh, what is this? The, uh, a devil crash? Yes. Yeah. If uh, if you're if you're into antipsychotics, <laughs> it's the game for you. What? Right. <laughs> so <laughs> um, it's like it's like it's like you're playing a shooter game, but with pinballs. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah,
5: there are at there,
0: but instead of shooting the enemies with bullets or hailstorms or whatever, you you're 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 fighting them with you know with pinballs and it's all to you on how you um, on how you maneuver the ball uh to beat uh to beat the stage or to, to beat the the enemies right on well on top of the pin uh on top of the pins and i'm saying you need uh, i'm saying you need on um, special drugs to enjoy this because if if, if, if you're in, if you're into lsd if you're into acid then you're going to play this you're gonna be uh, you're like oh this is one hell of a trip for you because you don't uh because you're playing pinball and then all of a sudden there are faces over there there are uh, there are demons there are, uh, uh there are creatures with fangs and your your you know, they're, they're mummies, and you're you're you you're, you're battling, uh, are you're, you're fighting them with pinballs. So yeah, it's a different kind of high. So if you're if you're if you're playing this game, and uh, don't be surprised what you'll see. Uh, uh playing this game, uh, you you're gonna. It's such a weird game that even though there's a high chance of a prob- probability that you'll end up losing anyway, because, uh, like Sir Joel mentioned. The ball is so flimsy; it just goes all over the place. And uh, the, the, uh, in pinball, in pinball machines, uh, the actual, uh, the actual, uh, the actual internals of the pinball it's usually a little bit longer than this. It's so cramped that because it, because the space is so cramped that it just um, the ball tends to go all over the place that you'll end up losing the ball. It just goes way to the gutter more often than not. Although, the good thing is, there, um, some of the stages there, there are, uh, it has two, uh, it has two, well, I think it's just a long game. Uh, it, um, if I'm going to see this on an actual pinball, uh, uh, an actual pin, a pinball game, it's like uh, the game is basically divided into two screens, up and down. So if you're playing, uh, so at first you're going to be playing on the top of the screen, and then if you lose that ball, it goes to the bottom screen. And if you lose the ball on the on the on the sand screen, then you need to try again, and then you'll uh, you're going to be end up playing on uh, on the upper screen. And the game is designed like that. It's not a whole, it's not a whole. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure even if I'm describing it right. It's not a whole set. It just divided from up and down. Um, you're not even going to bother scoring that much in this game. I mean, some pinballs, they will they will judge you on, uh, on what kind of score or uh, what pins you're going to hit, you know, like ten points, fifty points, hundred points. No, because the objective of the game is you know uh, trying to hit the faces, trying to hit the enemies as often as possible until you you're you'll, uh, you'll manage to beat them and. Unfortunately, there's no health bar on these enemies. You just keep
1: on, uh, keep on healing them
0: uh,
1: until it's enough. Uh, am I wrong? <laughs> no, no health bars, mate. Um, you just, you just gotta, you just gotta keep going till they go down. Yeah. Until you go down. Oh, see, even
0: the pin have faces there. See. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, so this is called what? Dra- dra- uh, so it's devil's. Uh, it's devil's cra- devil, devil crash. Devil crash. Or uh, in Japan, of course, we're devo- uh, you know uh, demonic themes and all that censorship. We cannot really advertise that, you know, uh, as devils crash. Despite the fact it's pretty demonic right there in the game. Yeah. Okay, let's just do something else. How, how about Dragon's <laughs> Fury? Ain't got nothing to do with dragons here. <laughs> where are the where are the dragons
4: here? Yes,
0: exactly. Anyway, uh, who else want to say something about this game? I think that that pretty
2: much encapsulates everything. I think uh, we covered everything. That was a really good recap of all the really good games that you might want to start off on if you were at all interested in the Sega Genesis slash Mega Drive console. Dan gave a very good comprehensive list of starter games and Sir Pau gave a very entertaining reaction to a lot of them. <laughs> Again, if you guys want to check out his reactions, check out his streams on his page Sir Pau here on Facebook and Sir Pau24 on Twitch.tv and on his YouTube channel as well. So, let's uh, let's move on a very oh, quick uh you say? wow,
0: uh, uh, um, so we'll just give it quick to Sir Seabird because he has some few things to uh, few things for uh, for a quick show and tell yeah enough, uh,
6: just
3: to... no, i'll just make this quick because i just want to share something that i got recently came back I, I came I, I went to japan and back just for this so i just <laughs> but anyway. to
2: japan just for that you know
3: <laughs> no, i just want to share this because um because back in the days back in the 90s uh we're fond of animes and um uh, and uh one of the here in the philippines uh, just to let you know sir Dance, because uh one probably one of the famous animes back in the days uh, back in the early 90s is either dragon ball or sailor moon yeah, so, yeah. Uh, as men we pretend not to watch sailor moon but i i watched it for some reason yourself. Anyway, uh,
0: kind of I, I got got this Moon but for, you know, for different
3: reasons. Oh yeah. I don't have a Continue, Siebert. continue. Yeah, cuz uh i I've been ever since I started collecting, I've been a big fan of Sega game gear. Why Sega game gear? It's because the here in the Philippines it's really cheap to get hold of a cart of a of a I'm not sure with in with, with their, in but unfortunately um 90 of the game gears are all defective it's because oh. of the capacitors and uh changing capacitor is really not exactly that difficult but uh it's more like two dozen capacitor that you need to uh replace in order for it to work so most most it's game gears' nowadays work are... yeah mm-hmm. that's right but but it's it's it, it's a nice handheld. I I like it more than the Game Boy, so I've been playing a lot of Game Gear games and I have a a good collection of them. And and one of those games that I got recently is this game, uh, the Sailor Moon Sujo Senshi uh, Sailor Moon game from the Game Gear. So this is not exactly what I'm going to be unboxing, but uh, I I just want to mention. So this is actually the. Bisujo Senshi Sega Game Gear so Sailor Moon Game Gear. It's a Sailor Moon Game Gear, yes. So, the, these are the purple. So I can use. Uh, well, let's open it then. <laughs> so I'll just make this quick. So I'll just show it to you. So yeah. So it includes a manual, Game Gear manual. It's in black and white though, and a card, a limited edition oh. card. Get, gotta get myself one of those actually i think it's they, they come in different colors right i'm
2: gonna keep use keep the moon
3: there you go that's it nice yes Nine. the second game here we well. you saw your shanshi ah very cool very cool can we look up
0: the skirt
3: no <laughs> <laughs> Well,
5: fun. um, mm. <laughs> I mean,
0: we can't see nothing
3: <laughs> yeah you can't see nothing <laughs> well um yeah and uh let, let's test it so here's the game and uh yeah that that, that that's it for me so all right, i very just want cool. to my nice. very nice mate like very nice. Here. all right very cool it's actually different colors so it's not the uh Cause uh, Sega released the uh, the one you mentioned, uh, Sir Joel, the mini version. Oh yeah, Sega yeah, yeah. A, the, the,
2: uh, the Game Gear Micros, actually.
3: Uh, I'm gonna have to get this a Game, uh, Game, Game Gear. Game Gear micro, micro, yes. Yeah, sometime in the future. Unfortunately, yeah, Game Gear Micros are released four different ports. the The downside for Game Boy Micro is they they only have, I believe, four games. For each of the yes, color, that's true. They they so, have uh, fixed names yeah. per, per unit. So uh,
2: I mean, still yeah. they're, they're nice
3: and cute. I might get them in the future. We'll see. All right, let's there see how go. it works. Yeah, that that's that's the problem with game players nice. is that if if you don't, yeah, the screen. There, on there's, them. A, there, there's a, there's a. There's a an improve on the LCD, and uh, it's retro, yeah. I think there's a mod or, for it, but you know, still, uh, the,
2: still and all, the fact that it is working and it's it's very clear actually. I, I, yeah, I, I have to say it. that it's very clear. I I play it. I play I play the heck out of it. Hmm. You know, real men are secure in their manhood and they can play Sailor Moon games.
0: Yeah. <laughs> real men love Sailor Moon. Period.
2: Oh yeah, real men love Sailor Moon games. <laughs> Heck, even the arcade Taylor Moon game, the beat 'em up. Uh, that was that the missus oh, loved shit. it. So that's that yes, yeah, the missus loved it. it. I played it too. Okay. <laughs> very nice, very nice. All
5: right. Mm-hmm. Cool.
0: Um I'll do one quick show and tell myself. Now, in preparation okay. for the in preparation for this uh for this episode, so uh, I want to do Sir dance list just this. I said okay. If I'm going to do, if I'm going to, if I'm going to play Sega games, then I'll do it with an actual Mega Drive. So I went to marketplace, I went to eBay just to find the uh, the cheapest set that I can find, and I was able to find a good deal. So, it, so I showed it, I showed this to the, I showed this to uh, to the panel a few days ago, and, and it arrived. Um, it's a Mega Drive 2. Uh, it's a it's a PAL model actually. But hey, that's fine uh, here in Australia it's how And then, well, I don't have games, so and I don't, uh, I don't have the, I don't have the time, and I don't have the resources to get all 22, 24 games. as third Dan suggested. So, the next, uh, the next best thing, um, I bought a Mega EverDrive. So this is a Mega EverDrive X7. Um, it's made by uh, uh, by some dude from Ukraine, uh, Chris. Now, um, actually, I was gunning for uh, a Mega Everdrive Pro or a Mega S uh, or a Mega SD. Uh, those games, uh, those cartridge, uh, those cartridges can play up to uh, Master System, Genesis, Mega Drive, 32X, and Mega CD. But the asking price are just way too exp- It's just crazy expensive. And with the with the Mega Everdrive Pro. Uh, they're they're out of stock Is it, um, because of what's going on with you? Uh, because of what's going on in New Ukraine. That's where they are being produce. Um, actually, uh, they're having. Uh, I, sir, uh, sir Dan, correct me if I'm wrong. I I think they closed up. Uh, their, they closed the website already because they can't really do any more production of uh, Everdrives anymore. I think. I'm not. I'm, I'm not sure. Okay. You probably know
1: more than me on that one. Mm-hmm.
0: So, um, I read in the Sega Genesis Facebook group that um, no, the the maker of the Everdrive is still on production, but some say the website just closed. Anyway, I just uh, because I can't really afford those anyway, and uh, this is the next best thing that I found. It it only cost me like less than 100, uh, more or less 150 Australian dollars in Amazon. Uh, and, I'm, and I'm like, okay, if I'm just going to play uh, Sega Genesis games, Mega Drive games. Uh, they, uh, they should suffice, actually. And I and I received it the day after I got the Mega Drive 2. So just put your uh, your ROMs on a mini SD card, put it inside the EverDrive like so at the top, and then plug it into your Genesis and Mega Drive and boom. So it just uh, place your ROMs quickly no lags at all i was able to play most of the games that sir dan suggested and you know um it's 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 really nice playing uh, these kind of games on the hardware they're supposed to be you know yeah. they're meant yeah. with but i mean i i could have played it on a Wii, i could have played it on the Vita, i could have played it on, place, uh, on a ps you know uh, on an emulate on an emulation uh, emulation device I mean I have plenty here but no I chose the I chose the long road I played it on, a me- on an actual Mega Drive
3: a lot a lot <laughs> so, and no, I'm most, like, most, okay, well you know I think might uh, nothing for the bird No no I I'm actually just starting cuz uh, to be honest with you Sega Sega genesis games here in the philippines then just to let you know because it's really hard to get a hold of uh a cib game for the Sega genesis mega drive or or the game gear so you really have to go import uh, these set games and they're really they're really really very very expensive i'm not sure they're in the uk but um, if you can find the
0: authentic ones anyway
3: Exactly yes. So having to emulate it is the next best option. But uh, for us collectors, uh, who's collecting, is willing to shell out and sell some of the games just to purchase some of the games from a drive. Uh, well, I, I agree with Sergio that uh, emulate emulate. Dad didn't told
0: me to buy a Mega Drive, but I just want him to be proud of me.
3: So I got
5: myself <laughs> 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 very, very proud, my Very proud. <laughs>
3: and most of the games that sir dan just mentioned on his list is really very expensive i've checked them online and there's no way that i could probably get hold of some of them probably someone will just throw it out and and and, and, but anyway uh, most of the games are really very expensive so more expensive than the games nowadays so on on the ps4 well on that note though it is kind of regrettable that uh fred
2: uh one of our panelists earlier couldn't stay very long because of technical difficulties and I think he had some prior commitments, but it looked like he had an amazing collection behind him. We look forward to having Fred again Game in the up. future to showcase his collection of, of not just Sega Genesis and Mega Drive games. Um, it looked like he might have had a lot of other different things over there. So maybe sometime in the future we will invite Fred Fred and, back the and have back. him featured as one of the uh, one of these panelists and he can showcase some of his stuff. As for me personally, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do any um, show and tells right now because of the fact that I, I'm a, I'm an old guy. I'm 49 years old. I don't, I'm not, I, I, don't, I don't have the time to kind of keep switching out all the consoles every time I want to try something different. I'm just going to plug. Uh, if you guys want to do Sega Genesis Mega Drive games, the compilations are now available uh, on Xbox 360, PS3, uh, uh, the Sonic Ultimate Genesis Collection and the Sega Genesis Classics on the Nintendo Switch. If you want the um, the games, uh, you can get these also on Steam available. And I also want to plug Dan's uh, um, Facebook page, the Sega Genesis page. If you guys want information as to what Sega Genesis Mega Drive games are to play, Dance page on Facebook is a place to go to to gather information, to you know, to have a little bit of a conversation with other players. You know, the really, really good, interesting people over there as well. And of course, let's not forget, you know, retro gaming official page here on Facebook as well. We will, you know, we'll give you a little bit of a ribbing when it comes to your game choices, but you know, overall, we're friendly folk as well. Sir out
4: so. <laughs> how should we end
2: <laughs> final thoughts on your dance yeah. uh challenge to your uh to, to you in terms of the games so final rundown final Five. thoughts, how it felt like
4: a lot a lot of things come into mind a lot of things so will can be can be said a lot of reactions emotions and com- comic moments especially <laughs> in my personally in my stream has happened. But I do know but I but I do know one simple thought regarding this challenge that was given to I've missed a lot in my childhood and I'm sure that most of you, if you're like if you were like me, did miss that part of that childhood. So you might you might wanna try these games that we discussed. These games that I subjected myself to play (laughs) and challenge myself with in order to learn something new, discover something different and enjoy something that not only challenges you, not only blows your mind, but it will add to that kind of fun that you want to have when it comes to playing retro games. Mm-hmm. It's yours truly, Serpao, on Facebook, Serpao24 on Twitch, and Serpao Gaming channel on YouTube. A-, A new game cover is about to be uploaded.
3: Very cool, very cool. All right, All right Joe, back to you. Uh, no, uh, let's
0: go with Cersei Bird first.
3: Okay, yes. And um, I'm same with Serpao. So there are lots of game that, that I'm just discovering just now with the sega genesis Sega game gear sega cd and i'm always excited to get hold of a copy of an original copy and play with it because uh, I, I get the pleasure of actually playing this game and discovering all at the same time so I, I i actually jump from new newer gen games to the old games but it makes me um not nothing beats my excitement whenever i get hold of the uh the, the genesis the Sega games so something to do maybe nostalgia is kick, kicking in that, that I'm, I'm very excited whenever I get hold or I see online that it's something that I can, can uh, get hold on and play play. and, uh, and, and uh, there are actually a, a lot of games that I'm just discovering just now that was released 30 years ago that um, I'm, I'm actually enjoying today um, and uh, yeah it's 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 Sega Genesis is is one of those games that uh, uh that I love and uh the Sega itself the game gear and all the consoles they they put out and the games they and uh yeah and uh, that's it for me and this is my Sega game gear and uh you can reach me at PS2 Collectors Philippines. So uh, we, we are one of the admins and RPG gaming group that uh, consists of several other groups, but uh, you can also catch us at PS2 Collectors Philippines. So I'm a big PlayStation 2 fan as well. So aside from being a Sega fan, so PlayStation, that is, uh, PlayStation. So if you want to catch us, join us, I, I give us your collections, your opinions, and, and, and your share us your, your knowledge about a certain game. So you can reach us through that 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 group all right thank you guys
0: all right uh, thank you sir Seabird. how about sir joel
2: all right um <clears throat> Again, I am uh, I am the Pinoy Gamer Abroad at the Banyaga Native Facebook Gaming Channel part of Pinoy Retro Gaming Network also streaming on Twitch.tv under Banyagang Native Still have to set up my YouTube channel because, for archiving purposes because I hear YouTube is a good place to keep your videos My opinion, final thoughts, is the fact that Sega Genesis is an awesome machine It's got awesome games It's got an awesome community as well You guys want, you know, uh, people who are nice, kind have varied opinions on certain games, have different uh, different opinions on what genre would be best. The Sega Genesis community, Sega Mega Drive, and its offshoots like the Sega Masters and People and the Sega Dreamcast uh, portion, they're all really cool guys, cool dudes, cool dudettes. Check them out. I personally, as the chairman of the Connoisseurs of the Obscure, highly recommend checking out these places, these consoles, these games. It's it's an entire world of games that you've never tried that you might find is really up your alley. You, you, if you just take that road not taken, you'd be surprised at the vistas you'd be you'd be finding. So that's my final take on it, and I guess I'll be
1: passing it on to Dan the Man right there. Thank you very much, Sir Joel. Uh, yeah, just to follow on from yourself, mate. I think the interesting thing for me watching Sir Powell and listening to Sir Joe's. Um, uh, experiences i mean obviously Siebert and yourself are more experienced with the drive uh, but the interesting thing with this has been how um how the mega drive is uh, it comes from a gaming uh, a slightly different angle to what a lot of people may have been used to not just the nintendo angle but the more um uh, to use one of a, of a better phrase that more hand holding handle um, because one thing that sir joe said a few times is i weren't sure what to do and you know a lot of these a lot of these games don't hold your hand they throw you in at the deep end and um, and i think you know i, I think the mega drive is the, is well it's my favorite console ever so i think it's the best ever uh but i, I think that's one of its strengths that if you want something different and fresh um and that that focuses on intensity and an excitement and, and tension and those type of emotions as opposed to relaxation and, and 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 that type of angle uh give it a go definitely uh come along to us at the facebook group uh you know have a laugh with us and uh, and hopefully you'll discover some more games that, that you yeah, enjoy all right uh, thank
0: you thank you thank you sir dan
1: now uh final thoughts
0: uh me in regarding with uh with our Sega Mega Dragon this episode. Uh you know me guys, I'm a I'm a JRPG kind of guy. So I tend to specialize more in collecting JRPG. But it's really refreshing every now and then to just visit some other genre. Uh, going back, turn off your brain, play something weird Play something mindless. Uh, play something simple. And if you're not going to, because uh, you're gonna miss out, you're gonna miss out on a lot of things that the video game, uh, that the video, the uh, the video game industry has to offer. Um, yeah, of course, uh, you can specialize on what particular genre, but that doesn't that doesn't really dismiss the other genres too. Uh, they have their own ways of uh, of producing that much of a, uh, that much of an enjoyment. Uh, on one shape or form. Uh, So we would like to thank Sir Dan once again for um, for being the mega drive of this episode. (laughs) Uh, To put it bluntly. And for all all of you guys, um, for all of you guys to stay, thank you again so much. And we are just gonna do a quick plug so you can watch the full video of our shows on the YouTube channel, Timeless Gamer PRG, going to the Facebook channel of the Pinoy Retro Gaming Group, or Twitch, just search for Pinoy Retro Gaming, or you can listen to the audio form of our shows by searching Timeless Gamer, available on Spotify, iTunes, Google, and Apple Podcasts. And yeah, there you get there. That, uh, that's all folks. So. <laughs> And on behalf of um, on behalf of the other crew, Sir Ray, Sir Jay, and Sir Carlo, who can't be here, uh, hopefully they'll be all, uh, they'll be able to join us. Oh, and of course, Sir Fred, um, technical issues and what have you. Hopefully, we'll be able to have it on our on our future shows. And as always, guys, our games and our bodies may grow out of date, but our gaming experiences will forever remain. I there you go. Thank you so much. Thank over. you very much everybody. See you again soon. Bye.